This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Hello, listener. Do you like scary movies? What's your favorite scary movie? Oh, Jay and Mike like scary movies, too. You should go and subscribe to their podcast. We watched a movie. Because if you don't, I'll gut you like a... Well, I think you get the idea. Enjoy yourselves while you still can. This episode is brought to you by the Slash and Cast Podcast Network. Learn more at slashandcast.net. Oh, it's live, says Candace. Thank you, Candace. Oh, yeah, Ghost Rangers and the Steelers are having some trouble, man. Only up by seven against them Redskins. The Redskins. Bring the Iron Curtain in. They're going to get you. They ain't going to get curtain. you, buddy. I'll tell you what. Oh, man. They got to get they gotta get refrigerated Perry out there. That's the only way they're going to win. <laughs> man, how about your Giants, by the way? Give it up for the Giants. First place yeah, beat the dangerous. Seahawks. And that's fine. I feel that's like being number one on the short bus, but I'm down for it. Tell uh, April my condolences for her Eagles, the slaughter he of said, her Eagles. He said he said condolences to your Eagles. He said they suck big major buttholes mm-hmm. all over the place. They got that's crushed true. by my Packers. Hunter Johnson says he's early for once. Well, my Johnson's always early. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh Lord! And finishes it. Oh yeah, finishes the job way too quick. Ryan Gillen, thanks, buddy. He says the rich Michael. Well, Ridge. you should say that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're gonna have a crazy show. Yeah, man. Uh, that top ten of '95. Holy fuck! I mean, I was I was going over all those movies from 1995, and I was sweating bullets. I felt like one of O.J. Simpson's defense lawyers, buddy. It's tough. like I was just going over the case file and be like, how do I how do I get him off the hook? It is such a tough list, man. Like I was trying to figure out like what we could do because there wasn't much movie news to go over, and I was looking at it, and I was just going through like, okay, is some movie's anniversary or something. I, I I landed on 1995, and buddy, fuck, that might be the best year of movies ever. I mean, I have it, to it look. Looked, it, it was solid. It was solid. Yeah, but we'll get to that. But uh, that's that's a little bit later in the show. We've got. Let me click off this thing real quick because it's doing a dingy. Oh, no. Okay. It's all okay. How is everybody doing tonight on this Monday? Hopefully your work Monday wasn't that effing bad and horrible like so many Mondays can be. How was your Monday, Jay? It was all right. All right. Just it, to... started out, it, started, it started out strong and then ended on a very sad sexual note. But, you know, it was still fun. It was still a good day. That's a, very nice. Touchdown Redskins, by the way. That game's fucking tied. The Steelers might be going down to the 4-7 and seven Redskins tonight, boys. Woo! I'm not going to lie. I'm sorry for all you Steelers fans, but I, I want it. I, I don't know who I was listening to today, but they really do think it's going to they might it might come down to Pittsburgh winning it. No. They're 10 and, and I think they all, I, who else I don't know who it was that they were saying Kansas City was really strong. Yeah. It's going to be the Steelers and the Packers or the Chiefs and the Packers. That's the truth. Spoken from above. Ah, I promise. The one above all in Marvel. The one above all, he's above the living tribunal. <laughs> Oh, man. Somebody said they were making cranberry bread. That sounds, actually, that sounds kind of good. Tomo. Tomo said he was making cranberry bread. I was oh. making some cranberry bread. What is it, your period? <laughs> it's what you do on a Monday. 
That's uh, that's from uh, The Departed. You remember when Leonardo DiCaprio goes in that bar? He's like, oh, cranberry juice. And the guy's like, what's it, period? And he takes a drink of it, sets it down, smashes the glass over the guy's head, beats the shit out of him. And then that one dude comes, comes. I think it's Liam, or, uh, Liam Gleason, uh, something Gleason, comes over, slams him on the wall. He's like, now there's guys you can hit and there's guys you can't hit. And that ain't exactly a guy you can't hit, but I'm going to make it a ruling right now. You don't fucking hit him. That's a great fucking oh. scene, man. What was that movie from? What the Departed. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, have to go, I haven't watched that in a long time. Oh, man, so good. Whoa, Iwilani K. Blair with the big thunder on a Monday night. Thank you so much. She says, let the party begin. Ah! It has begun. Thank you so much for that. Open up the clouds and let the Mortal Kombat symbols shine. Let it rain upon you. Hey, did, did you see that meme where they changed that? Uh, I don't know if it was a meme. Oh, yeah, I guess it was. But they changed the Papa Roach lyrics to fit uh, Jack Torrance. It goes, Cut my wife into pieces outside this big ass resort. <laughs> Telepathy, no talking, freezing my ass out on uh, freezing my. I don't give a fuck, freezing my ass outside. It was fucking great because <laughs> you can literally, you can literally like sing it or read it exactly how Papa Roach would sing it. It was great. <laughs> That's fucking hilarious, man. The only one I remember is the "Cut my life into pizza" meme. I like pizza. Oh cut yeah. Oh, guess what I did? Dude? I, I, I got... should have got on that shit. I haven't got to show you this yet. Look, look at it. Oh yeah, the light. Oh, yeah. There you go. Oh. Got some skin work done on my skin. Jeez, Mike, did you? Are you on your period? No, it's nice. You can't see it because it's camera. But it's even got like the little people in it from the back of the comic book cover. Yeah. Dude, this shit fucking hurts, man. It hurts. I feel, like, I feel like I'm on that tattoo uh, show right now with uh, what's his name? <laughs> uh, uh, what is it? Something Ink. I don't know. Uh, a tattoo master, Ink Master. Yeah, I feel like I'm on yeah. Ink Master. It's like, yeah, you know, the lines are just really weak. It's really weak. <laughs> you don't go into a tattoo parlor. No, it's it's actually nice. How long did it take, dude? Uh, I was there for like nine hours, and it took seven hours of total like actual tattooing. Shit, fucking suck, dude. I, yeah. you know, I like to. I like to have a couple brewskis before I get tattoos. Was was but... uh it was it a guy that was giving you the tattoo? Huh? Was it a guy giving you the yeah, tattoo? Yeah, yeah. If, nice it, if it had been a, if it had been a chick, they'd be like, "Bitch, I went through fifteen hours of labor. Shut up, <laughs> shut up." That's what they ask you. Depending on when you get a tattoo, they're like, "Well, you know, if you've been through childbirth, this place might not be that bad." When Katie got a rib tattoo, that's what they oh, said. Yeah. But dude, what hurt it... was he had you know this bone on your wrist. Like, mm-hmm. the, the bone, like, that's actually on your wrist yeah. right there. Yeah. Like, it's totally gone. Like, it's totally, like, colored in black. So, yeah. he had to, like, sketch the whole thing. Then he had to go back over it in black. Then he had to add, like, there was, like, 15 different colors he put in this bitch, dude. Because he was he's a hardcore comic fan. Like, yeah. that's what he, that's his specialty, is comic book tattoos. So, he wanted to make it, like, dead on the cover. And I was just, oh, dude. It got to the point where, like, the worst part was him rubbing it off after he did it. Like, he would rub it with a thing because the blood and stuff. Dude, yeah. it, I felt like I'd been dismembered. Like it, it fucking hurt so bad. I'll never, I'll never. I don't think I can ever get one. I, I, I like, I don't even care. I, I just don't think there's enough alcohol in the world to get me drunk enough to get one. <laughs> like I just don't. I think I'll pass out, dude. I will, I will go straight down like bricks as soon as he pulls out the needles, and I, and I know, and like you know, the, the, the drunkenness starts wearing off, and I know he's touching me with the needle. I'm like, oh, sorry. you know that, you know that, that uh, John Travolta when he passes out. Yeah. Look who's. It's gonna go just down. It'll go down just like that. <laughs> 
Well, the thing about it is, is like when you get a small tattoo, like I'll have it, we'll go and we'll have a couple of beers before we go, but everything here's shut down. But I still had a, a nice vodka and orange juice before I came. But the problem was, like a short tattoo, it lasts like an hour or something, right? So it's not that bad. It's over, it's quick and done. It's really not that big of a deal. It doesn't hurt that bad. But this, uh, the big tattoos, man, like obviously there wasn't enough alcohol in the day to take me through. And it fucking, it, su- it sucked a lot. It sucked a lot. <laughs> Maybe we'll get drunk enough, and I'll just let you do a prison tattoo on me. <laughs> like I said, dude, if you get a small one, it really doesn't hurt that bad. Yeah, it's... but that's the kind of talk that's going to get us in trouble because I'll be over one day, and you're like, dude, if you just get a small one, I can do it, I swear. Like, I'll get <laughs> like a Walmart smiley face, and it'll be fine, and it'll look all jacked up and infected. It'll look like a goddamn Walking <laughs> Dead's Walmart sign. At least, thank God that like no, nobody we know like just has a tattoo gun lying around. I guarantee if you insert a tattoo gun into a bunch of people hanging out drinking, just put it on the shelf there, you know, when you think nothing bad will happen, eventually someone will get tattooed. We'd probably oh, both have like 20 tattoos by now. Motherfucker's going to come out looking like Mads Mickelson in Doctor Strange <laughs> with all their shit all tatted up around the eyes. <laughs> He's like, God damn. Yeah, it's like, yeah, he went pretty hard on it. He went pretty hard on it. Oh, God damn, Owalani. I hope I'm saying your name right. Thank you so freaking much. Says, sorry, this is the last one. Been watching you guys forever. Just glad I'm able to do my part to try and support the channel. You don't have to apologize. Don't you ever apologize for being so fucking kind to us. Thank, Thank you, you so, much. so much. Oh, really nice. Thank you. That's amazing. Ah! I'm, I have to do that every time you super chat now since I did it last time. My computer's not working. Thank you so much, Awalani. Seriously. Blood Rest, guys. Thank you, too. Says, soft. Saw Freaky from Blunhouse. I hope they don't make Michael and Tommy Doyle kiss. Wouldn't shock me. And Freaky, all males are gay. You think it's true? I don't think everybody in that movie was gay at all. In what movie? Freaky. Remember when they did the kissing thing? I guess. I guess that's 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 what they're talking I, about. I, I, I don't know. I didn't. I didn't walk away like thinking about homosexuality. I don't know. It was who's in the soul, but that was that was a fucked up scene. Not because well, I mean, the they, they, guys, they because the, the age. Thing, well, they did the same kind of thing in in uh, in Ghost. With Demi Moore and Whoopi Goldberg, technically they made out because yeah. Patrick Swayze possessed the body of old Whoopi, and so true. Demi Moore made out with Whoopi. Yeah, GI <laughs> Chain. <laughs> All right, my friends, let's get this shit. Yeah, Clinton got a good point. Tattoos don't hurt till the two-hour mark. Yeah, that's when they start going over the wound, over and over and over and over the open fucking wound. Um, but no, the guy I'd was be, great. I get mad. I'd be like, dude, are you starting a fucking fire? Can you get on with it? Well, what sucked it was I had a fucking panic attack about an hour in and it had nothing to do with the tattoo at all. Like I was fine with the tattoo, but I started like getting woozy and like feeling like I was going to pass out. And then I had a panic attack and I feel like I was going to throw up all over myself. And again, at this point it didn't even hurt, but I was just so uncomfortable because I thought I was going to have to get up and leave and like fucking live my life with half a fucking tattoo. But I got over it. It was okay. It just took me about I, an hour. Wish, had some water. I, I wish you had passed out. Cause if I had been there, I was like, Hey, by the way, he wanted me to tell you before he passed out that he wants Martha. <laughs> uh, he wants but- Martha. The dude had a great idea, though, man. He was like, when you get done doing this, which I'm not getting a big piece for a long time because I'm scarred emotionally, but he's like, when you get done doing this, what you should do is you should get all the comic book tragedies tattooed on you, like Death in the Family or Bane when he breaks Batman's back or like get like all the cover pieces of a bunch of the comic book tragedies. It's like, that would be dope. I don't sure. I'm not sure I want that much tattoo stuff on my arm. That's too much. Yeah, that. but I mean, it sounds dope as shit. God damn, Iwilani. Thank you so much. Ah! She asked for it. One more scream, but it, or are you sure that's just Mike's constipation scream? <laughs> I am a little constipated, if we're being honest with each other here. Uh, could be absolutely. Drew Clayton, thanks, buddy. He says, been um, MIA for a while. Unfortunately, got COVID. Ah! And it Ooh, kicked my shit. ass for a bit, but very happy to be back and get some wham up in me. Love you guys and party on, dudes. Drew, happy to hear you're feeling better, man. That's a fucking nasty bitch, that COVID is, man. But it, you're over and you're through it. 
And apparently it's really hard to get it a second time, even though it is possible, so still be careful. But yeah. that sucks, man. At least it's over now. Um, Hold on one second. Uh, what the fuck? Um, okay, um, yeah, all right, sorry, Josh. Uh, Joshua Ayers coming in with the super chat. He says, oh. uh, sorry, we missed it, man. He said, so sad. I just finished off the last of my Oktoberfest. That is a rough deal. Ooh. Now you got to switch to the Superior Light Beer. Nicolas Bolton, go ahead and grab it. <laughs> you got the warm-up done, and now it's time for the main course. Go ahead and get that. Feel feel like a champion for once. Go ahead. Have a sip. Hey, I'm right, sip. There. I'm right there with you, buddy. And, yeah, sorry we missed it. But I'm right there with you. I I'm cutting down from the October beers, and I'm actually drinking, uh, as Jay calls it, the Superior Light Beer myself. Got to cut those calories, by way, man. By the way, uh, thank you, Courtney, for shouting that. He is the easel. Yeah, you missed that super chat. I missed the uh... – no, he, that was the one I just read. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, no, I saw Josh said I missed it too right when you found it. I would have gotten it. God. Mm. <laughs> by, the way, by the way, the other the other thing we're going to be talking about tonight, and by the way, I'm just going to – I don't know why I had such, like, uh, reservations about this flick, um, The Fanatic, because I had heard – I had heard, like, really, like, pretty much bad like – it, it, like it was a toilet bowl, like it was a uh, wet diaper shit, like it was garbage. And I, I was like, and I watched it. I was like, what in the fucking crack pipes from your mother's asshole did you smoke? Because it's good as shit. Like, dude, it, like, it, honestly, you. it's one of John Travolta's better films I've seen in a while. Thank you, dude. I fucking loved it. I loved it. But uh, and we'll get into that. Yeah, that's one of the things we're doing tonight, guys. We've got a review for The Fanatic coming up later. Um, By the way, Mike and I did not watch that each other while jacking each other off, and they come up to the same agreement. We watched it independently, okay? Yeah. It's our independent thoughts. It's the first time we've talked about it. But no, yeah. uh, a Patreon special review for our buddy David Cavaretto. Uh, he requested the Fanatic review, so we thought we'd tie that into the show tonight. That being said, let's get into the show, starting with the movie news. Uh, Jay Dia, thank you so much for the Super Chat, says, Wham Fam, what a pleasant surprise. Another night of giggle, bush, and wham is just the trick before tomorrow's doctor's appointment. We'd love to hear from Slender Man. Um, he's got the doctor appointment. <clears throat> yeah, got a doctor's appointment tomorrow. Okay, well, you know, everything's gonna be all right. Don't go in there and clinch your butthole up because they got to make sure that when they say drop your trousers and they held you, uh, your marbles, you got to be relaxed. Okay, be relaxed, baby. All right, don't worry about him. A doctor. Okay, after that is done, you go yourself to Dairy Queen. You have yourself Reese's Cup Roses, and then on the way you get some more sandwich. Be just right as rain. Good luck on your doctor's appointment, man. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, dude. Uh, all right, let's get into the movie news. Not that much movie news. Stuff we can go through. You are not Tanaka! Craig, not yeah, me, me, me and Craig were having, like, a, a gift war. <laughs> like, did he, he quote it? Like, I go, how come you caught him but not me? <laughs> I, I, he was supposed to say we were having a gift war back and forth. By the way, uh, Bloodsport, probably the best uh, karate movie of all time. I'm just saying, maybe. I'm going to agree with you on that one. I'm going to say, hi, Himmel. Yes, indeed. Uh, which one is the which one is the fucking news button, Mike? By uh, the way, uh, former Israel chief of something of Space Wars, Star Wars. I don't know. He has confirmed at eighty something years old, and he was also a former general, that there are aliens. We've been in contact with them, and Israel and U.S. have. Uh, and uh, yeah, it's real. It's real, guys. And he's also selling a book. He's selling a book. So you know, <laughs> it's I'm, probably real. Yes, yeah, he's definitely selling. They're always there's no, always no, a book. He, no, no, literally, dude. I was reading the article from what you know, the Jerusalem, whatever it was, and it literally yeah. said he's got a book coming out. <laughs> <laughs> There's always a book deal, like on the on the hinge of the alien news. Uh, Todd that said, he said, he said that Trump was going to reveal it, but the aliens convinced him not to. I was like, that's bullshit. 
There's no fucking what, way. Who, Kushner? <laughs> there is no goddamn force on this planet except for uh, Tucker Carlson that can convince Trump <laughs> to not say something. I don't care if E.T. came down with a finger that says it's going to go in your ass if you tweet. He'll be like, wrong. <laughs> <laughs> the aliens decided to come down because I asked them to come down. You're welcome. You're welcome, unless something goes wrong, and then it's Nancy Pelosi's fault. By okay? the way, it's not. It's not. There's nothing political here. Biden just. We're joking. You know, if it was Biden, you know, he just wouldn't remember there were aliens. So it's <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like um, the uh, here's you the know, deal. Hey, uh, so what do you know about the underground tunnels on Mars? Like, listen, I like toasters, and sometimes you put bread <laughs> in a toaster. <laughs> All right, let's get to the movie news. Damn it. Uh, we're going to try to get this thing done by about 10.30. Let y'all get some sleep before work tomorrow. Yeah, we'll see how, how it goes. But uh, not that many movie news today. But apparently, apparently, Disney is reportedly going to be announcing new Marvel and Star Wars projects this week. There's rumors. Yeah, this week at some point. Um, there's really no news about it beyond that, except for that there there's uh, rumors that there's going to be some cool stuff coming out. But some people are projecting, what if? What if? That's good. It'd be great if it. it, it what if it's X Men? What if it's Fantastic Four? They need oh, it. Man, it's so weird that you brought that the X Men is even like I like last night. I literally watched um I watched X Men Apocalypse and I went back and watched First Class and uh, Days of Future Past and things good like times. that. God damn, man! You know, and it, it was really hard. Then I, you know, you get that you know nerdy uh, erection in your brain, and you start saying, "Who would win? Is it the uh, the Avengers or the the the, the MCU Avengers or the X Men?" I'm talking about the the movie X Men. That's but, how they cap. That's how they do it, man. Like, yeah, but it, it, but it's crazy. But uh, you know, it's so god damn, dude. Uh, McAvoy and Fassbender were so good as Magneto and Xavier. I just I don't see them folding them into the MCU. I think actually McAvoy has already come on record and said he's not interested in coming back to play Professor Xavier. I think he's pretty much said he's not yeah. going to do it. The, so that's what Marvel needs to do with the X-Men, dude. What they need to do is forget everything that's happened before. And I hate to say that because it's all so good. But if you're not going to go all the way with it, you might as well fucking shelf it and start anew. Plus, everybody's getting older and whatnot. I think what they should do, if they want to do X-Men and do it right, dude, what they should do is they should start now with the solo movies, the solo X-Men movies, do it mm -hmm. like they did Avengers, have the Fantastic Four movies going on simultaneously, have the X-Men movie, the full-on X-Men movie, be the first Avengers movie, and then have the end of like the four phases finally be X-Men versus the Avengers. Yeah, man. I, wow. I'll tell you what. I kind of down with it. I think that if you're going to do an overall arc for the next phases, they should do an X-Men versus Avengers. But I would say this, too. What I would do if I were Marvel and I, and I got my property back, I got my babies, I got my X-Men back, guys. I would do this. I would honestly, I would start it with just the original, the the OG, the OG, uh, the uh, Iceman, Angel, Beast, Jean Grey, and Cyclops, along with Professor Xavier, tell that story, and then work my way into the Wolverine story, which would come in like I would make it like the third film, and then from there start building up, like leaving little hints of like, you know, the Dark Phoenix thing in the first movie and then using that as a catapult to what that would bring the X-Men to take on the Avengers because yeah. the X-Men would try to be protecting Jean Grey as Dark Phoenix and the Avengers would know that she's a cosmic threat and then they could do all that thing and then after that they could even lead up to Onslaught yeah well the only thing I disagree with you about there is I don't think we ever need to touch Dark Phoenix again I think they've done it so many goddamn I, I, times actually, I just... watched that for the first time I was like it's not you know it was it was really shitty toward the end I, I they but they've never got it right 
Dark Phoenix, if it's done right, and now that it would be in the hands of the MCU, I think they could actually do it correctly. If that if that storyline was ton, done right, dude, it would be the, one of the best Marvel storylines of all time. Yeah, I just I'd rather see Onslaught, you know. I'd rather see Onslaught. Well, I'd rather work. see Apocalypse done right, you know. You gotta put the tip in and work your way in, okay? <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> she's the lady. <laughs> she ain't hooker. I Come want on. it all, and I want it now. JG Wentworth eight seven seven six now. Uh, but yeah, so that's that. It. It'd be cool. I don't know if it's gonna happen. Probably won't. Marvel will probably like no. We have the seventeenth eternal cousin of gender beds. Like, I don't know, like the most random fucking. We got a new Howard and the Duck coming for you for the kitties. Holy shit! That's probably what it is. Um, but yeah, so that's that piece of news, and then some other sexuals happening, dude. This is oh fucking wackadoo. Have you heard about this? Have you what? heard about this, is Mario? It the, is it the multiverse? No, no. Oh, <laughs> in, in a weird way. In a weird way. Spider-Man. It kind of is the multiverse in a strange way. Mario Lopez, yes. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. I did hear. I, ju- I literally just read this. <laughs> AC fucking Slater, dude. Oh, by the way, um, uh, Iwilani, thank you very much once again. Ah-ha! Thank you, Iwilani. Really appreciate God that. Damn. Stop asking for motherfucking screams. <laughs> Demos Semolis, by the way. Hey, buddy. He says, hey, guys. Best channel on YouTube. How about Cobra Kai Season 3 on January 8th? I'm hoping to get Mortal Kombat on January 15th on HBO Max. We do not train to be day. merciful here. <laughs> we do not try to be merciful here. That's another piece of news, dude. Fucking Mortal Kombat's coming out on January 15th. I know. I didn't Hash brown that the shit. Bitch. Send it to the internet. Hash brown it. <laughs> uh, man, I'm excited. I uh, Cobra Kai season three, man. I am ready. I, I, I've got the Cobra Kai sign up there. I've, it's on my phone. It's on my screen. I'm, I'm ready to go, Mike. Cobra Kai for life. Do you have an air freshener? Yeah. No, and it's shaped don't. like a snake. A slippery snake. I'm a, a yellow thing. Oh, yeah, man, I'm excited. But I, but you were talking about the Mario Lopez. Yeah, you go ahead. And, oh. But, dude, it's crazy. Uh, Washington Redskins. I mean, the football team is now up by three points on the undefeated Steelers, just in case you were wondering. Uh, but, yeah, um, fucking, why is this doing this to me? There it goes. Because you screamed at it so much it broke. I know. Mario Lopez as Colonel Sanders in KFC mini-movie. Mini movie, like their mini chicken yeah. sandwiches. In <laughs> association with Lifetime, <laughs> which it is in a recipe for seduction. Hey, you Mar- know what? I just want it to be sexy. If it's sexy, it's finger licking good. I'm ready to. <laughs> <laughs> Mario, <laughs> the tagline right there. I think it says it. Yeah, it does say it. It says right there. Mini movie. I don't like reactions. Are finger licking good? That right there that you're looking at is AC Slater as Colonel Sanders in Lifetime movie. Hey, Secret I'm, sauce of seduction. Well, What's it fucking called? Secret uh, recipe for a, seduction. A recipe for seduction. That's happening, you all. That's real. Yeah, that motherfucker looks like he's a coach for Celebrity Fit Club. <laughs> you know, like Celebrity Weight Loss Club or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, you know, the thing is, I look, 2020 and it's been year everything's remade. I'm kind of I was kind of like this is stupid as shit, but fuck it. It's at least original. <laughs> like I give it up, give some props up for Lifetime for coming out with at least something original. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Lifetime and KFC to get an original movie about anything. <laughs> original original recipe, baby. It's not that yeah. extra crispy. The sequel should be called Extra Crispy. We suck at a dick there off camera. There you get it. Yeah, a big uh, one. Uh, 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 
Yeah, I was having it almost got in my eye. I'm glad I sucked him off quick. <laughs> anyway, you uh, got to catch that thing. Yeah, I did. I caught it with my mouth and I swallowed it. I'm going to spit it back into yours later. Don't worry. <laughs> but anyway, uh, snowballing up in here, bitch. But uh, yeah, I, you know, like I said, it's it's dumb as hell. But I, you got to be honest, like with yourself, like the way that everything looks with Hollywood and the fact that they remake and rehash every bullshit movie possible that's ever existed under the sun. Yeah. You look at this, you're like, hey, at least they're taking a swing for the goddamn fences. I mean, it may not be good, but Jesus Christ. Yeah, I buddy. mean, Sammy Sosa, you steroids. So let's take the <laughs> fucking swings. I'm going to watch it. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I, I don't want any part of it, dude. I, I do not want any part of it. I bet it's funny, but I don't like I, I, I never I liked think. Slater anyways. Like, I didn't like Slater, the character, so I don't like Mario Lopez now. I'm sure he's a lovely person, but those things carry over for me. I'll just never like him. So I won't I, watch Mar- it. It, it just, it's, it's so weird that they've got Mario Lopez playing Colonel goddamn Sanders. I mean, it just doesn't make sense in a lot <laughs> of different it's ways. Not. It's, I mean, but, you know, I mean, it just doesn't. I mean, uh, it's ballsy, though. It's ballsy. Yeah. You got to give him the balls. I, I want to know what? if it's going to get, like, deep sexy with it. Like, you know, you know what I mean? Like, change heat, too. Like it's gonna be like naughty. <laughs> oh, what's like, he, he gonna, says to her in the bedroom? You know? Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna be like, uh, I don't know about this. And it's gonna be like a Fifty Shades of, of Chicken situation that just happens <laughs> in the bedroom, and it's all greasy, and he's like covered in oil, and he's like rubbing up on her, and he was like, "Do you want to know my recipe? <laughs> I never lose," <laughs> like, or I, something like that. I hope the guy that she cheats on him with's name is Lee. You know, Lee's fried chicken. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Bad joke. Hey, Chris Nelson's here, everybody. Hey, Chris hey. Nelson. Or it could be Ronald. It could be Ronald. What if Ronald pops up in that bitch? <laughs> Ronald McDonald, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You stole my secret sauce, you son of a bitch. I gave her my own. <laughs> Chris says, how old were you in 1995? I was 10. I was 10 years I, old. I was 10. And I'll tell you why that that's that's part of the reason why that year's so special. Because and, and we'll get to that when we get to the top 10 movies in 1995. But I'll tell you what. That's why that I think that's why we love that year so much, man. It's because that was when when my parents were out doing other shit. I would go through the house and scrounge through the the, the couch cushions under the sit everywhere I could. I would find as much change as I could, and they're like, "You can do that. That's fine." And then I would get as much change as I could, and then I would take all that change and I would take it to the movie store and I would see how many VHSs I could rent. My record, by the way, was nine VHSs from Hollywood Video, which is pretty fucking expensive. I mean, the new releases yeah. were like four fucking eighty or yeah, three nine nine. They had they had like uh they had pretty good deals on older movies. They had like ninety nine cents to like well they might have been a dollar ninety nine. Yeah, I think that's where the nostalgia for all these fucking movies comes in. But um, I at one time I, I think the worst I ever felt in my life is they they used to give out these things at video selection, which I got a job there by the way, and I quit in a week. But uh, I'll always they had this that. thing. Well, dude, it was way more difficult than you think. I mean, they were acting like I had to be like Elon Musk to run their computer system. I mean, it was, you're talking about like 1983, like DOS shit. It was insane. But anyway, um, uh. I remember they gave out these little punch cards, right? And if you got 10 punched in a row, you could get one free movie. Yeah. You remember those? Yeah. Dude, I, I like I I knew I should have fucking known. But I went home and I was like, I got an idea. I'm gonna I'm gonna cheat the system. I'm gonna work the system. I went home and I had a hole puncher from dad's office, dude. I punched out all the holes and I gave it back to him. Be like, <laughs> oh, I get a free movie. And dude, the problem with it is they had a hole puncher that had like it, you know, it the but big dads or dads had like a little heart shape to it. So uh, he, the guy, the guy caught me, dude, and he was like this. He he held it right in my face. He like got right in my face with it. Like he was up behind the counter. He was like, "Hey man, look at this, look." And I'm like, "Yeah." And I knew I, I, my hands were all sweaty and shit. I knew I, and he was like, "What do you think that is?" And I'm like, I, 
I don't know. My brother took the card. I don't know. And he's like, yeah, man. Yeah, that's not cool. I'm not, you're not getting a free movie. Oh, I'm like, my. and I was like, well, I don't really want a movie today anyway. So I'm just going to go home. <laughs> that's <laughs> like, so embarrassing, dude. And, yeah, dude. It was, it was like Chris guy. The one that, that did the, you know, the skinny guy that smoked weed in there. The yeah. one that was like a, that was the guy that caught everybody me. in there. I didn't come weed. back in there for like two weeks. That's fucking embarrassing, dude. That's okay. One time we were in there and you pulled my pants down. You were Cody one. I stand it. <laughs> I did. They had I, did. A, they I had pantsed a, you. They had a clear desk. All right. The desk was clear. And I'm standing up there renting the movies, and either you or Cody one came behind me, pulled my pants down, which is great. You could you could pants somebody in public. That's fine. But I was wearing basketball shorts, and y'all caught my fucking underwear too. So my fucking dick <laughs> fucking yeah, you little you little uh, you know little bits and berries and cream were yeah, all dude, out. which is pressed up against the glass counter. <laughs> Right oh yeah, but God the, the best part the best part about that was was uh no I got you in the uh, I, I I pinched you in the horror section and then that that mother ran away and was like now nah, I'm gonna raise you don't you ever be like them uh, them gays back there because she called us gay and I was like I just pinched him I'm not gay it was just a fun time <laughs> and then I I, the I ain't gay yeah but then I pinched Cody in, in front of that dude in front of that dude. In front of the guy that was checking us out, and that dude was no dude. Laughing. It was it was me at the counter because my I remember that very clearly. My dick came out. I, I'll never forget I, that. That I, was definitely well, whoever me, it was. I do I do the guy start laughing. He was like, "Man, you you missed it. You should have saved that for when the ladies were in here." Like <laughs> oh, he was God. in on it. He was like, "You should have pissed that motherfucker when the girls could have saw his little dingleberry." That was horrible. It's like yeah, that's that that same video store. Not only did they have the tin punch thing, but they had the big gumball machine. And the gumball machine was the gamut was some of the gumballs had printed on them free movie. So mm -hmm. if you put 25 cents in, you turn the quarter, you had a chance at a free movie. Well, the first like four fucking times I did it, I won. So on one of those days where I spent my whole day scrounging up change at my parents' house, um, I go in there and I put like $8 to change and I'm thinking, I'm going to rent fucking games. I'm going to rent movies. I'm doubling up my, you know, my shit. Instead of eight what, was movies, it? What, what was one game that you rented over and over again? Do you remember? Like the uh, game that you rented, tons, like dude, this is like Goldeneye, like fucking WCW, uh, Nitro was one of them. But anyways, but when I when Desert I Storm. I I kept putting them all in there, and this one day I just had bad luck. Eight dollars, eight dollars of gumballs. Didn't get a single goddamn free movie. And you know what I did? I, I cried. Know, cried to your mom for more. I literally cried. More dude. It made me fucking <laughs> cry. I cried. I Cry, dude. It made me you know, cry. You, even that young, the guys back there was like, "What a complete loser!" <laughs> He's crying over fucking gumballs. <laughs> it was bad, dude. It was embarrassing. It was super embarrassing. Uh, yeah, well, I, I was gonna, I was only asking that. I just remember Super Nintendo. I rented that Desert Strike and, and Jungle Strike like all the fucking time. I love that game. Uh, was that and on then, Super uh, Nintendo? Uh, uh, yeah, that was. That and then was I also rented uh, uh, Night uh, WCW NWO Revenge. That was the best one. The, yeah, the best that was a great one i, I just remember yeah. nitro dude because i was i remember skipping the school like not skipping school we'd have a snow day i'd rent wcw nitro and play it it was fun times it, it was back. fun times golden eye was great too we'd all if, yeah. if if me and you and cody were like gonna swim or something like we had a pool and mike would come over uh, like on weekend nights and we would all you know swim around and and, and play with each other a lot and then afterwards we'd get out and we'd play it like hey you want to play golden eye like yeah and then we all like have like three remotes we that was fun as fuck, dude, because yeah. it had that split screen. Those were good times, man. Good times indeed. All right. That's enough of the news stories. I think we went too long on those. So we'll go right into the um, we'll go right into speaking of good memories and good times. Our top 10 movies of the year 1995. Oh, well, I thought we were going to get into the fanatics since it's the 95 one might be a little controversial. Well, I got to go in the order of the menu, Jay. Respect the menu. Fuck the menu. Respect the, the rules the are meant to be menu. broken. Damn it. 
All right, you, you want to go I'm first or wipe you want to take turns? Me. You want to take turns? I'm wipe my ass with me. On a movie, huh? movie? You want to take turns on a movie-by-movie movie basis? Uh, What do you mean? Like, I'll do like, my 10, you do your 10, or you want to give your whole list, we'll take a break, and then I'll give my 10. I don't care. I mean, how, how, you want to flip Let's do it, it that way. You give your list first. No, no, let's let's oh. do it. Let's do it one-on-one, because I want to see how ours match up. Okay. All right, what's, so uh, we're, we're going to be ranking them, guys. Our top 10 movies of the year, 1995, starting from 10, going to 1. Uh, mm-hmm. Jay, you, what's your number 10? Man, I, I'm going to tell you, this motherfucker was hard as shit. And not the wiener. I'm talking about the list. was really hard to come up with. And I know <clears throat> some of you guys are going to hate this. Uh, uh, my number 10 was Friday. Uh, that's the one I ultimately chose. Uh, you, you notice that Mike uh, peaced out immediately to leave me with the wrath. That's okay. Uh, but, yeah, I, look, there was a lot of great movies that were coming out that year. But Friday, dude, I – I was trying to base the, the top 10 of my 1995 list on, on movies that I've watched a shit ton and rented over and over and over again. And Friday, man, I, I watched that. We all watched that so many times, like tons of times. It was, what bike? That's my bike, punk. You know, like, you know, like I don't know, man. Friday, Ice Cube, everything was so good about that movie. It was hilarious. I loved it. Um I say Ice Cube and Chris Stuckers. I mean, uh, it was great. I love the I love the the movie. I, I'd seen it a hundred times, so it had to be Friday for me on number ten. That's an awesome choice, dude. That was on my list. That, it didn't make my it made my honorable mentions, but it didn't make my list. But dude, that is a great fucking choice. I think that might. How the fuck you go get fired on your day off? He's like, because <laughs> they caught me stealing boxes, but it wasn't me. He's like, boxes? Were you trying to build a clubhouse? He's <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm sorry, big perm. I mean, big worm. I just remember, dude, my favorite part of that whole movie, I think, is when he's he's uh, he's trying to pour the cereal. He's like, man, y'all ain't even got no milk. Damn. And his dad comes out. He's like, you better put some water on that shit. Dude, I love that. Yeah. Oh, my God. The dad was so good. He was like, oh, I'll wait till you come out, daddy. And he's like, boy, I smelled your shit for 22 years. You can smell my shit for five minutes. Bring your ass up in here. And he was like, he goes, the, the word of the day is job, J-O-B. <laughs> that means because you don't have to worry about no dog catching your ass. You ain't got a chop. You gotta worry about it. You catch a dog in the ass or something. I do. I, I, like, <laughs> uh, the, the, uh, oh man, I don't know. There's so many good. Moments Holly had to go. It's like I got mind control over Debo. When he here, I'll be quiet. But when he leave, I'll be talking again. That's how it is anywhere you work. When your boss I like, comes, I up. like when Debo was like, "You want some? You want some too, old man?" He's like, "No." He's like, <laughs> He's like, son, bring your ass up off that street and come on with me. <laughs> and um, he's like, and don't slam my damn door. And he's like, all right, man. <laughs> like, Brandon Barry, thank you so much for the super chat. Says Simon says, die hard with a vengeance. That might be on the list, okay? We'll see. Hey, man, it is. Um, how about this? Fuck you, half dead motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Iwilani K player again. Says Friday. Jay, you rock. LOL. I won't scream. Because Jay doesn't like it, and that was for his pick. Hey, man, you got to put some respect on the name. You got to put some respect on the name. It's a great one, man. Even though Ice Cube literally plays the same character in every movie he's ever done, (laughs) it's still great. It's just himself. Yeah, it's fine. I don't give a shit. (laughs) It's still a great movie. Janet Jackson, motherfucker, looked like Freddie Jackson. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. That's the worst, too, because I can feel that pain. Like You guys have ever been stood up, and you're like, oh, no, she's cute, man. You should come out. You're like, oh, fuck me. It's like, that bitch looked like Hunchback. Back in Notre Dame. <laughs> That's a fucking great choice, dude. Uh, all right. My number 10 is way, way less fun. It's way less fun than yours is, um, for sure. Just like you, dude, I had a really hard time making this whole list. Yeah. Like, I had to leave some great films off. But um, my number 10, going in a completely other direction, is Leaving Las Vegas. 
I'll, yeah, that's that's a that's an amazing one. Nicholas Cage, man, as a uh, if you don't know about this movie, you got to watch it. It's sad as hell. So make sure, like, you might want to wait till the summer so you're feeling good outside because it's really sad. But it's also pretty funny. It's got some pretty funny parts. It's about a, it's Nicholas Cage is an alcoholic who uh, decides to go to Vegas relatable. and drink himself to death. Is <laughs> um, <laughs> <so> he relatable? <laughs> <laughs> he decides to go to Vegas and drink himself to death, and he meets uh, a prostitute, Elizabeth Shue, there. And then it's just about their dealings together. But, man, not only is it sad and a really amazing movie, but an amazing, most, most overlooked Nicolas Cage performance. It's like, I'm a pair. I'm a prickly pair. <laughs> I fucking yeah, I, love I, that I lo- movie. I, it, was, it was a great movie, man. It's a, it, I, I couldn't re- – I, I, I know I'd seen it multiple times. I just couldn't remember it. I guess it's one of those movies that it was, it was too sad, so I blocked out a lot of it. <laughs> like, I was like, yeah, it was like one of those movies I'd watched a couple of comedies, and I watched that, and I'm like, shit. Yeah. Now I'm stuck in this depression for two days. And this is this is pretty much my only movie on the list. Not my only serious movie on the list, but it's my only like dramatic like film nerd movie on the list or whatever. I promise. I but I had I to get could, this one in there, man. I love yeah. it too much. Dude, it's really it's it's tough, man. It's like yeah. trying to choose your favorite wrestler from the, the menu on, on WCW uh, NWO Revenge or something. They're like, what the fuck? Who do I be? Am I Ultimo <laughs> Dragon? Am I Ray Mysterio? Am I Sting? Am I Hollywood Hogan? Am I going to redeem the Wolfpack? I don't know. Dude, picking picking movies, like leaving movies off this list was almost like smacking your childhood self Yeah, in the it really face. was. I, I felt it like hurt. it too. I, yeah. I but, felt like you were leaving like little puppies at the at the shelter. You're like, I can't take you all. I want to, <laughs> but I can't. Exactly. Uh, all right. So uh, my number nine. Well, uh, real quick, Courtney Reed said uh, with a super chat. Thanks, buddy. He says uh, the Steelers are no longer undefeated. The Steelers have lost to the football team, the Washington they lose football to? team. Oh, the Washington football team. I cannot believe the Redskins. <laughs> oh, <laughs> the, they used to be know. Redskins. I, I, are but they still? Are they not the Redskins anymore? No, you didn't know that. Are you just fucking with I, me? No, I really, I didn't know that they they, they, they aren't the Redskins. Anymore. Yeah, they found the Redskins offensive and they made them change their name and they couldn't think of a fucking name, so they just called themselves the Football Team. So they're the Washington I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna do anything outwardly, but inwardly, there's a massive sigh, and <laughs> I feel like uh, I feel like I've broken a universe with the eye roll that what's I've just imp- done. What's important is that the Steelers. What do you want to call them? Uh, what the? What do they call Washington? What? Football team. Oh my. Fuck. What <laughs> no, kind of? To be fair, they are going to come up with a different name, but right what now they're just the football What kind of player-created garbage? This sounds like Madden 2020 all over again. <laughs> I don't know what. I didn't know what the fucking name is, so I named it Washington Football Team. <laughs> they really like. How Christ. can you not think of a fucking name? Like all you have to do is think of a fucking name. That's all you have to do. You could call it the Washington Washing Machines. Like, call I the Washington Tomahawks. But they came up with football team. But again, it's just a placeholder. So whatever. That's so stupid. Anyway, okay. what's, your, what's your number nine? Uh, so my number nine. Uh, this is okay. I, I do. Honestly, I only did this twice, and I, I don't know if you did it or not. I only did it twice. I had a I had a front slant, a hyphen. I only did it twice. Oh, you did it I, twice? I only well, did it twice. I'm calling it out. I'm, I'm telling fuck. you early. I'm telling you early, dude. Otherwise, every it would have been a top twenty list. Because <laughs> every other fucking movie would have had a hyper. Every movie would have had. And that's so why I no one will remember your name. They will. They will. Because I'll still fight him. I'll just make sure that I he's half asleep. Uh, I had Bad Boys at number nine. Good one, dude. But. Oh, yeah, hyphen. I forgot. I forgot about the fucking hyphen. Well, there's all you look. Dick. This is 2020. A lot of people hyphenate their names when they get married. I'm hyphening shit. You should right never now. do that. Jesus Christ! Do you have balls and a wiener? I'm Don't doing... let them hyphenate your name. Uh, bad boys at Halloween Six. 
Those aren't even closely remotely together, man. They don't need to. They gotta be fucking remotely in the same No, they don't. Because I I told you, my top ten is based on movies that I watched repeatedly growing up. But, like, fucking dick. Whatever. Oh, my God. Like, you've never done hyphenated shit. But they gotta match. It's gotta be like, uh, it's like, it's gotta be be like, you know, uh, I I wanna do two Tarantino movies, so I did Pulp Fiction slash That's what's bullshit. Jesus Christ. You better stop your fibbing because your pants are gonna catch on fire because that's never (laughs) happened before, ever. Like, he's like, Like, you're you're, you're, you're gonna chosen virtuosity, and at least it's like a cop movie. But fucking Halloween 6 and Bad Boys? Hey, I'm triple stamping a double stamp. I'm triple stamping it. It's done. <laughs> I triple stamped it. I had to leave Halloween 6 off my fucking But you know what? Like I said, but I wrote Halloween 6 in a real small print. <laughs> so it's not as big as Bad Boys. I would still put Bad Boys as the bigger movie that I would watch. So I mean, I'll, I'll, say, I'll say Bad Boys. Overall Bad Boys. If I had to pick between the two, okay. which one's got to stay and which one's got to go, right. out of those two, I'd pick Bad Boys. I'll take it. So at least you got a 1A and a 1B. Bubblicious. All right. Bubblicious. It's some Skittles. That's a great choice, though. It bad Boys good. is a it great is choice. I had, I, it's in my honorable mentions. By the way, neither Bad Boys nor Halloween 6 made my list, and it fucking hurt a lot. It hurt oh, a lot. dude, I couldn't leave it off. I wanted to, and I was like, uh, I can't. Iwilani K. Blair with the ruling. Thank you, Iwilani. Ah! Says it has to match, Jay. It has to match. What in the fuck is going on with this goddamn match police? I mean, Jesus Christ, pull <laughs> over. Jesus Christ. Your socks don't match. Pull over, fashion police. <laughs> that's, that's another fucking that's another good Nicholas Cage, The Rock. I know, marriage The Rock. Police, like, pull over. Marriage police, pull over. Wow. <laughs> I thought I was doing that today that uh that oh uh what is it? Owen Wilson? It's like wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Oh, man, I did love Bad Boys, though. That was great. And uh, to, contrary to popular opinion, it is the best Bad Boys. The original is the best Bad Boys. It is the best, 100%. Uh, he's like, oh, my God, Mike, <laughs> Jojo, oh. But, yeah, well, uh, the, chemistry, the chemistry was on point. The, the chemistry between Martin Lawrence and Will Smith were perfect. Yeah, I mean, you couldn't get better than that. And they were at the height of their career. And the bad guy, dude, the bad guy in that movie is underrated as fuck, man. Yeah. He was actually really good. He was scary. I liked him a lot. Uh, didn't see him in a lot of roles after that. Uh, my number nine uh, is going to be Ace Ventura when nature calls. Woo-wee. Again, I told you, I, uh, yep, that's it's a, a big jump from leaving Las Vegas to Ace Ventura when nature calls. But uh, had to make had to make the list for me, dude. These Ace Ventura movies were my uh, even before I met you guys. Uh, starting from the first Ace Ventura movie, it was just my childhood, man. It was my fucking love as a child. Like half of my dialect uh when i was comfortable was literally just ace ventura quotes and when nature calls not as good as the original but in my opinion not as good as the original still a fucking classic jim carrey movie you man. know what's weird is that the nature calls gets a lot of shit which i never i never understood bumblebee tuna bumblebee tuna <laughs> i was not aware of the wachati were fighters <laughs> well i have i've i have sworn off a life of violence but if you want it you got it sister <laughs> <laughs> when they're screaming when they're streaming that film <laughs> <laughs> He's doing the shadow puppets, <laughs> and he goes you know, up to that guy's re- tits. <laughs> Dude, I, I, re- I rewound that part so much I almost broke the tape. <laughs> when he when he was like he crossed his arms like hi soul and he's like hi ho silver and away. <laughs> I like when he gets off the horse too and he meets that fancy guy and he's like well you're a workaholic and he's like how could you tell he's like the stain the yellow stain on your uh, pants there he's like far too busy for the follow up dribble. <laughs> yeah. I love it so much, dude. And, and, and by the way, this is still used today. Thanks for the free parking. <laughs> <laughs> 
And by the way, it, it's actually really interesting. Uh, Do you know that Jim Carrey made up? It was on the spot. It was on the spot ad lib that chitty chitty bang bang. I love you. Yeah. Huh? When he was driving, and yeah. they kept it in, and, and like that's just like it was incredible. Like he just made that up on the spot, and it's it's spot on. It's perfect. <laughs> and now, the yak. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's dude. like peanut. Yes, I have some right here. They're salty, but I consider them carry on. No peanut. <laughs> I could fucking quote that movie till I die, dude. It's one of the greatest fucking comedy, and, and maybe number nine on the list, but to me, one of the greatest comedies that's ever been made. Hey, Janae, Janae's here, everybody. What the hell? Hey, Janae. What the? We did that enough the other night, but still yeah. fun. Uh, yeah. By the way, when we did that WhatsApp, I thought people were like gonna like throw like a bunch of emojis of like, like you know, those like tongue sticking out of the mouth or the eye roll stuff. Because like, come on, and I was like, oh, it's like, it worked out. It worked out. I'm glad people got the the joke. Yeah. Uh, so my number eight would be, uh, again, this list was extremely difficult to make. Uh, got to say my number eight was Crimson Tide, boys and girls. Gotta go with some Crimson Tide. Give me some Denzel. Give me some Gene Hackman. Give me some Soprano. Uh, what, what, James Galdafini. Give me, I'm the commander of this fucking ship. (laughs) Give me some of that action. Oh my God. And, and just the undertones of that film, just. The way that it made you feel, because you know there was a struggle and there's like this power struggle going on, and like who's who's on whose side, dude. It's such an underrated, great. Viggo Mortensen is in yeah. it. That's Jesus great... Christo, man. It's a great fucking pick, man. It almost. And made Gene Hackman's such an asshole. He's such a fucking prick. And and you you know you know that he Denzel and he punches him and stuff and like there's this racist thing kind of going on too. You know what I'm talking about I with the horses? I with The Hunt for the Red October. Are they sequels That's a great, to each other? I can't remember. No, no, no. The, the Hunt for Red October with is with uh, Sean Connery. It's a totally different kind oh, of movie. Oh, that's right. Yeah, but yeah. The, but the Crimson Tide is so fucking good, man. It's so good. It's so intense. It's so awesome. I don't know. I love that movie. I need to rewatch that one. Uh, I need to rewatch that for sure. My dad used to always try to make me watch it as a kid, so I was like, I don't like submarines, Dad. God. Listen to my Chumbawamba soundtrack. I don't know what that was. Sean Tubby, one, two, three. Thanks, buddy. Says, number one, Mike, you sexy emo country man. <laughs> Put that on my fucking uh, gravestone, dude. <laughs> that uh, sounds like a Hallmark card. Number two, skin that smoke wagon. Number three, play Ooh. your chili pepper heart out. Number Sports four, don't it. <laughs> Jay, you are my man child stepdad. Number five, Jay Singh bust a move as Loomis. I know he can do it. Um... <clears throat> I'm not going to do the whole song because I know the whole song, but I'll, I'll give you some of this. This here's a jam for all the fellas. Try to do what those ladies tell us. Get shot down because you're overzealous. Play hard to get females get jealous. Okay, smarty, go to a party. Girls are scared and clad and showing body. A chick walks by, you wish you could sex her, but you sat on the wall like you was playing Dexter. <laughs> Next day's function, high class munching. Food is served and you're goddamn munching. Music comes on, people start to dance, but you ain't so much, you really split your pants. A girl starts walking, guys start gawking, sits down next to you and starts talking. Says she wants to dance because she likes to groove, so come on, fat soul, got that bust the move. <laughs> Dude, I think we need to make that whole fucking video. That was fucking great. Well, yeah, I get copyrighted out of her asses. Uh, we just won't you... use the beat. We'll just make you do acapella. You know, you Lewis know, young is acapella. <laughs> <laughs> You know, young MC is gonna come up like fuck that. You could, you could, you could dispute the fucking copyright claim as Loomis, like in all caps. Yeah, he wouldn't even be young MC anymore. That motherfucker would be like goddamn uh, old MC. <laughs> oh, okay. Sorry, sorry. I saw. I thought I was seeing shit. 
Oh, Iwalani, yeah. thank you so much. She says, Dr. Loomis. Ah! <laughs> that, was my, that was my water emoji. That was great, dude. That was fantastic. Uh, absolutely fucking perfection. Uh, where were we? <laughs> eight. I was on eight. Okay, you did so eight. You um, uh, let's see. Okay, my number eight, and I know this has got to be on your list, dude. Hyphen or no, but it's Desperado. Antonio mm. Banderas. Mm. Desperado. That's Steve so Buscemi. Nice. It's, so, it's so sexy. I'm looking for a man named Bucho. I, I wanted it on my list, but it didn't make it. Oh, it didn't make it. I'm shocked, dude. I, I, I thought I, I for wanted, sure. I wanted it bad. I wanted it. Try to show me in the back, eh? <laughs> hey, what's in the guitar case? A guitar. <laughs> yeah, I, I wanted I wanted it so bad. But I, I had to say no. I couldn't afford it. I couldn't oh, afford man. it at Toys R Us. It's such such a great movie. Selma Hayek, Antonio Banderas, Steve Buscemi. Um, what? Oh, uh, yeah. I, there's so many like great times we had watching that movie, and it's a movie you could literally turn on any time, like any time of, of the week of the year. You could turn that movie on and have a great time watching it. It's short. It, any movie that opens up, it opens up with him playing that guitar with the credits dropping. It's like. You got that great scene with Quentin Tarantino in it. Awesome. Oh, yeah, with the poop bathroom. I forgot about that almost. That's By the great way, scene. Yeah. that joke, I use that as my own joke because we're nerds and like 90% of the people we come in contact with don't know the movies that we've watched. So you know, like, if, yeah, if you go up, it's like, try to shoot me in the back, eh? They're like, what the fuck are you talking right. about? I didn't try to shoot you in the back. I tried to shoot it straight with you. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, what? But no, <laughs> like that joke that Quentin Tarantino tells when he goes into the bar about oh, the yeah. pissing in the cup. He's like, I just bet my friend back there. I bet my friend back there $500 that I could not only piss on you, piss on your bar, piss on, uh, piss on you. And not only would you not be mad about it, but you'd laugh. <laughs> and then you know that was that was a great joke. I, I love that movie so much. It's Desperado for me. At number it, eight. It, it, like and it's weird. Uh, once upon a t- uh, once upon a time in Mexico wasn't a bad movie. It just wasn't the same as Desperado. Once Desperado, Desperado just yeah, yeah, it was just it was too good. And I know that once upon uh, once upon a time in Mexico is I think it's the prequel to Desperado. I think I'm not 100 percent sure, but they That's they the, hit all eight cylinders. Yeah, they hit all eight cil- cylinders with uh with Desperado man. Yeah, man, it's such a fucking classic movie. I, I want to watch it tonight, I think. I, I love mm-hmm. it so much, I want to watch it right now. But that's my number eight, it's Desperado. I can't believe that didn't make your list, man. I thought for sure that would be on your list. Uh, dude, there, there, I know, but I didn't know there was a page two. It's crazy, dude, that we have uh, not yet had a movie on each other's list. I know. It's crazy. I know. Uh, well, my number seven comes in hot and heavy. It's going to bring some major pain to this action. Major pain. <laughs> I gotta bring up some major pains. Like you hold that turd, I break that off and kick it around <laughs> on the ground. <laughs> Dude, I, I, I'll tell you what, man. I, as far as a comedy movie, I, I've seen that a hundred million times. I love fucking Major Pain. It might be my favorite Damon Wayne's movie. Period. I, I know he was great in Blank Man, and he's done No Money. But I gotta say, as far as just pure comedy gold, it's Major Pain. You know, it's just like there's so many good moments about it. He was like, he goes, "You cannot win, Senor. You are surrounded." He's like, "Nope." But I could quick, I could clean your colon out quicker than a guacamole mix when he put that gun up in his ass. And then he, when he takes over his boys at the at the facility, and he was like, "Because uh, yeah, you in charge of the green boys." He's like, "The green boys." So he's like, "Yeah, they they wear them green things and they stand next to bushes. I can't see them." Like, <laughs> you mean camo? <laughs> Bernie Gabbana with that. I can't hear you. <laughs> he was I, like, she's like, well, Major, what do you like to do for fun? Do you like to go to the movies? He's like, negative. He's like, he's like, 
he's like, I'll tell you what, it gets real close. Like, come here. He's like, I like to hang upside down, take a get, take uh, pop my gun, put it get up real fast before my nose start to bleed blindfolded. <laughs> I, 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 I quoted this just the other day. I was like, you want a rental? <laughs> you want a rental? Well, I always did that thing when I worked at CVS, uh, or you know, I, well now I can say it, but I worked at CVS as customer service at Pharmacy Tech, and then somebody would come up and they would have an attitude about their pills, and I, they would start getting mad. And I wanted to do that major pain thing where he was like, "Oh, I see you and your freak Cucho got a little attitudinal readjustment problem. We can fix that <laughs> up quick, fast, and in a hurry. Go tell mom bring my butcher knife <laughs> <laughs> or hunting knife." That's a great choice, dude. That is a fucking great choice. Uh, I love it. Didn't make my list either, by the way. We still have not had one single movie on each other's list. And if you guys know us, that's fucking, that's crazy, man. That's crazy. That just shows how good of a year 95 was. Uproot yourself, my little Brussels sprout. <laughs> Did you, I think you cut your mic out. Yeah, I muted it. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, dude. My number seven, uh, I can I cannot believe any list of mine would have this movie so fucking low. Uh, one of the best movie experiences of my childhood, my first introduction to James Bond. Nobody in the Whoa! chat, I don't think, have mentioned it yet. It is Goldeneye. Pierce Boston's first foray as the smooth sailor. He's not a sailor. As the smooth 007. Uh, that opening sequence, him jumping off that bridge on the bungee cord. So sexy, Just, man. I it's and, and it created spawned the greatest game of all time. Some would say, mm-hmm. I might say, this is the greatest game of all time. Nintendo sixty four Goldeneye. But yeah, it's Goldeneye for me, dude. I'll never forget ever in my entire life. My dad coming up because this is how like we would see movies uh, at, at that young age. My dad would come out and be like, "I'm gonna go see the uh, new James Bond film tonight." Would the family like to join me? <laughs> you know? And I'd be like, I'll go see fucking James Bond. What's James Bond? And I went in there, and it just blew me the fuck away, dude. I was like, I love this shit. This is fucking amazing. Blew my yeah. mind, man. Changed my life. Love going yeah, yeah, that's the one movie that you can look back to as far as Pierce Bronson. That's the pinnacle of a great James Bond when Pierce Bronson took that over. Mm-hmm. Now, I mean, he did fail a lot later on moving forward with the character but as far as a smooth talking kind of james bond and after what timothy dalton which by the way was great but they wanted more of uh, like a return to sean connery smoothness yeah pierce bronson was the dude even though he did mama mia here <laughs> we later. go again that was later uh, i know but either way but it was a great fucking movie and you had sean bean as the bad guy great 006 amazing yeah. you had the, the sexy uh what's her femique jensen jansen yeah whoa she squeeze Whoa. your head. She squeeze your head with her legs, man. Till your head pops let's, off. Let's have that leather boa. Yeah, I, I like that. But I yeah, dude, it, it, she was the best movie. Bond girl, even though she technically wasn't even a Bond girl. Yeah, it was. It was an amazing. I, I love that movie. That movie was great. It didn't make my list, but I wanted it to. Yeah. I, I thought about. I dreamed about it. Fucking it classic, classic, man. I, when I think about the '90s and my youth, I always think about Goldeneye. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's probably mm-hmm. that's probably a weird thing to say, but it makes a lot of sense. No, Goldeneye was badass. You can't go wrong with that one. What you um, got, Foo? So, uh, yeah, if people on the stairs, it'd be on this list. <laughs> yeah, that's a good uh, one. Uh, but no, uh, for number six, uh, I had to throw it in there, man. You got it. Again, and I, I already said this before, I, these are movies I, I just would rent over and over and over again, and I'd watch 100 million times. Uh, got to go for number six, Mall Rats. I went with Mall Rats for number six. You got to go there, okay? Fly, fat ass, fly. You got to get there. <laughs> Because if you don't, you're going to get in trouble, okay? You got to throw in yeah. Mallrats. Put, put some respect on the name. I don't care if she has three nipples. Touch it. 
and have a good time with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it it's such a good movie, man. I, I like I, I loved Clerks when I rented Clerks. I rented Clerks on a on a fluke. I don't even remember why I rented uh, Clerks for. I rented Clerks. I think I told Mike and Cody about it. They liked it, and then Mallrats came out, and I, I rented Mallrats, and I was like, dude, this. Like it took what Clerks did and refined it. It made it better. And you yeah. finally got to have this deep. You know what it is? I feel like Mall Rats, Clerks, and those kind of movies, you know what they are? They're training wheels for Quentin Tarantino hard ass crazy shit. Oh, that's the coolest explanation of Kevin Smith's movies I've ever heard before. Good job, feel, you. Yeah, they're they're training wheels for Quentin Tarantino films. Because yeah. it, it, it takes you deep inside the characters. You have this inner, you know, a narration going on. They evolve, they they go past the problem and they get to the root of it and then they work it out. I feel like but, dude, I've watched that movie so many fucking times, so many great moments in that. Brody is probably, as far as, like, the performances that, uh, I can't remember the guy's name that did uh, Brody. I can't either. My it looks like Earl. he was on Blossom. Yeah. No, my oh, no, Brody Earl. was Jason Lee. Jason Lee. Jason Lee, uh, maybe my favorite. Yeah. Even though I did like Banky a lot from Chasing Amy, but yeah. Brody might be my favorite. Dude, I just loved all, and, and it also was one of the first movies I ever saw that really, truly embraced the comic book nerd shit and yeah. the video games. The, like the Sega Genesis shit. He's like, you know, when when Brenda, when fucking Brenda was like trying to like, because I want to be your mom. He's like, listen, you know, breakfast is come and go, but the championship that's like once in a lifetime. Hartford, the whale. And, yeah, and he had his shit on pause. That motherfucker had his shit on pause. And, ladies and gentlemen, you're talking about the Sega Genesis. That was hard to do to leave that bitch on pause all night, but he did. And he woke up immediately, and a champion he was. He started playing it. Yeah, you gotta you gotta respect it. Yeah, that's the first movie that we both have on our list, man. Absolutely. It had to be. And again, like you introduced me to Clerks. You're right. You, you showed me Clerks for the first time. I'll never forget the first 10 minutes going, this is in black and white. What is this bullshit? Yeah. And then like 25 minutes in, I'm like, oh, my God, I love this. Mall Rats. Yeah, maybe my fe- favorite Kevin Smith movie ever, man. I Absolutely. Absolutely. I love it, I love it when that. he was like, let me ask you a question. Did you ever fucking fart in front of her? Like, Come on, bro. <laughs> Shut up the shallow type. He's like, she never break up with me for that. He's like, yeah, but did you ever? He goes, he goes, are you saying that she broke up with you for that? He's like, yeah, but she was going down on me at the time. He's like, oh God. He goes, if you got, if you just got broke up, that you got a light. He's like, what can I say? When I relax, I squirt. <laughs> it's so gross. What do you think? Like, we oh, just... I try. Uh, no, what do you think? Just because a guy reads comics, he can't start some shit. What side like, red? <laughs> hey man, I try to teach you how to handle comics in the sixth grade, but oh no, you wanted to hang out with girls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're right brody's what and stan lee the legend stan lee's in yeah. that movie and brody actually asked him about um about uh uh superheroes nether regions like the thing is everything you know like, uh, even, yeah like his or i think he was and mr fantastic if he could stretch his dick to wondrous proportions i mean those are <laughs> genuine they're good questions uh, by the way i did like their cookie uh when they were at the cookie court oh yeah. about where the cookie court was but i also did like their conversation about like uh you know he was like it's impossible lois can't be pregnant because listen if, if she if, if the kid gets a tan he kick right through her fallopian tubes <laughs> that kid that kid is back on the escalator uh, it's a fucking great choice, dude. I love it. Tell me, guys, it's 37 in a row. J to his ex. That's actually a real conversation. <laughs> I was there. That's, uh, I was... That was a real conversation, Tomo. I did say 37, and just like, hey, try not to suck any dick on the way to the park. <laughs> and then some, some, you know, guy that she was fucking because she was a tricycle around the neighborhood rode off that way. I was in Jay's backyard, <laughs> you know, smoking a cigarette, and I heard it. And from the back, I went, "Yeah, yeah, you tell that me." <laughs> Me she hooker. sucked a lot of cock. Jesus <laughs> Christ! She probably has a statue named after her in the uh, in the catalog of uh, hookeritis. My favorite part of that is when the when he when he screams, he's like, "Try not to suck any on the way to the park." And she's walking away, and that, that hobo dude that's starts to walk toward. He's like, that, that, "Hey, get the fuck back here!" <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, plus, Ben Affleck in that movie, fashionable male. Great. We oh, can talk yeah. about mole rats all night long. But These fucking mole rats. <laughs> Sean Tubby, one, two, three. Thanks, buddy. He says, uh, uh, oh, there it goes. He says, uh, have you been, have you guys seen the show Entourage? Yes. Seen every episode. Love that fucking show. I, I got I to be honest. I've never seen it. Uh, Cody's actually, Cody's been turned on to it lately, and he's been trying to get me to watch. He's like, dude, if you just watch like one or two episodes, you're going to be like hooked. Yo, you'll love it, dude. It's fucking hilarious. It's the best. Yeah. Uh, I, says, might get, I might get into it. Uh, it says, funny show about four friends in the movie biz. Number two, tag team rap battle, Loomis and Chalice versus Leatherface and Slender. Loomis and Chalice. Are you asking, like, who would win? Yeah, I, <laughs> we'll go with who would win because physically it's impossible for us to do that. I think, I think honestly, Yo, I, I think, I think Loomis Murphy and Chalice. And professor. <laughs> yeah, Loomis and Chalice would win that one, I feel like. Slender Man's too nice and yeah, Leatherface is too well, stupid. They, yeah, they're well, they're yeah, they're both kind of dumb, and I I think you yeah, Loomis and Chalice are like in it for themselves. Like I don't I don't think they had any kind of issue like outsmarting them. So yeah, yeah, I'm with you on that. Um, Christopher Nelson said, "Did you just compare ball rats to Tarantino?" <laughs> I said it was training wheels for Tarantino. We we did, Chris. We fucking did it. I I didn't mean like it's as good as Tarantino. I mean, good God, I stand like, by it. I, I just said training wheels to get up to that level. Like if you're a kid, you might not understand Quentin Tarantino immediately, and then if you watch like you're like, oh, I get it. <laughs> I fucking I stay I fucking stand by it, man. I fucking Chris, just you gotta go back and watch Mall Rats. Tell me what you think. You clearly haven't seen it in a while. Actually, you know what? A lot there's a lot of circles we get kicked out of for saying that. Uh, yeah, it's probably true. <laughs> but I'll stand by it. I'll die on that hill. Uh, okay, uh, my number six. Are we on number six now? Yeah, that was your number yeah. six. My yeah. number six is Die Hard with a Vengeance. Woo! Yeah. That now we've got a, we've got one. No, we we've, both got one. We've got one. Yeah, yeah. Janine. Yep, yep. Absolutely, man. Die I got with that a on Vengeance. My list. Die Hard three. It's you know maybe the best. It Die might Hard. be the best. It might be. Think, it might be as good is. as the original, man. I mean, yeah. uh, it's hard. I can't believe saying that for a third movie in a franchise. Uh, maybe the only time in history that's ever happened. But Dire with a Vengeance, it's entertaining as hell. You're full on John McClane. You know, he's you know he's he's been kicked off the force. They have to bring him back because of uh, old uh, Hans Gruber's brother coming back to take over. Jeremy Irons is the bad guy in an amazing Great. role. Uh, freaky as shit, weird dude. The movie has balls. I mean, it's got balls for days. You don't get R-rated action movies like this these days. No, and the, and the chemistry between uh, Samuel L. Jackson and and Bruce Willis set it off on another level. Like, I feel like that's the buddy cop film that people needed to see after Lethal Weapon. Like, yeah. that was the that was the first time you'd seen something before or after Lethal Weapon that like it just clicked for you. It synced up. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Like, it, 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 like. He's like, oh, he goes, hey, Zeus, I just want to say thank you. He's like, he goes, motherfucker, why do you keep calling me hey, Zeus? I look Puerto Rican to you. Because well, the other guy back there called you hey, Zeus. He's, he didn't say hey, Zeus. He said, hey, Zeus. As in father of Apollo, don't fuck with me. I'll shove a lightning bolt up your ass. Zeus. You got a problem with that? No, I ain't got a problem with that. <laughs> uh, by the way, that's a real conversation between me and Mike if we wake up early to do a video. <laughs> it is that's dude. a real conversation and honestly like bruce willis was at his best in that movie like I, he was great in die hard don't get me wrong but it was more of an introduction to john mcclane and yeah. like die hard with a vengeance is full on full bodied full fucking everything john mcclane like every line yeah. he had that movie is full on i just love that even the opening of the movie they have to go pick him up in a van to to to, to wear that awful sign in the middle of harlem the way they did and they're sitting there talking to him he's like so how have things been going john you know, he's like, he's like, anybody got any aspirin? You know, he's like, he's like, fucking, my suspension's been great. Smoking cigarettes and watching Captain Kangaroo. So and badass. That, that's the classic. Would you mind your fucking business about Holly? 
The thing about him, though, is like that, like I, I, as a kid in 1995, it's probably not a role model that you should be looking up to. Be like, I want to be just like him when I get older. Like, I want to be an out of work, <laughs> unemployed, like divorcee, uh, fucking dude with a, a five o'clock shadow that smells like cereal and 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 old booze. But you're like, yeah, I want to be like that guy. I want to be just like John McClay when I grow up. <laughs> and also, as an adult, you can actually sympathize with it with Die Hard with a Vengeance in a complete different way because I enjoyed the movie as a kid. But now that I know what it's like to have a hangover, and I watch that movie worst. through John McClane's eyes when he's hung he's over badass. the entire movie, I think Jesus Christ, like, he may have and been the fact that more as a hero than anybody in any movie history ever. Yeah, like, you know, look, everybody considers the Avengers heroes because they took down Thanos. I consider John McClane the true hero because he fought over a hangover and stopped the Gruber's brother. God That's right. the true hero. Yeah. But no, yeah, dude, like, as far as – and it's it's really hard, man. That that it, It's so strange because in Die Hard 3, you, you would automatically think that John McClane or, or Bruce Willis would be the most memorable character, but they introduced Zeus, Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah. He might be the most memorable character. He may be, dude. He was you know what I'm saying? fantastic in that movie. He's like, yeah. and who do we not trust? I, I like when he was like, uh, he was like, put, he's like, oh shit, is that gold? He's like, yeah, it was full of it. He's like, I goes, damn, this shit is heavy. He's like, put that shit down. He's like, fuck you. He's like, they go let you keep. It. He's like, yeah, yeah, we'll see. <laughs> dude, I'm, I don't think, I don't think. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think Bruce Willis and Samuel L. Jackson worked together since that movie. They were both in Pulp Fiction, um, but I'm pretty sure they didn't have any any scenes together. It's, I don't think so. I, it's it's weird too because they had perfect on on screen chemistry. Yeah, I don't think they have. Maybe they don't like each other. I like. And by the way, I, I still use that thing that Samuel L. Jackson says at the very end of the movie when he was like, "Fuck them, let them cook." If I'm playing a video game, I'm like, "Fuck them, let them cook." Let's <laughs> <laughs> set them on fire. <laughs> That's a great movie. I even love the opening of it. That the the song that comes on when they're panning over the city and that shop explodes, like "Hot Town Summer in the City." I love it. <laughs> and then the explosion happens. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, like it immediately gets you there. It, it immediately does, gets you there. Fucking great movie. Again, now I want to watch it. Uh, let me get this last super chat. We'll take a quick PP break before we get into our top five. Gary Catlow, thank you so much, says, have you heard AMC are now throwing shade at Warner Brothers and Legendary are taking Warner Brothers to court because they don't want Dune and Godzilla on HBO Max, LOL. Thank mm. you, by the way, Gary. And uh, also, Christopher Nolan's also throwing shade at it now. He's kind of saying that they're spitting in the face of filmmakers by taking their movies and doing what they want with them without asking. Well, you signed the contract, Christopher. Yeah, I was like, who foots your bill? Who foots your bill there, sir? Yeah. Like, I would imagine the studio did. So they could pretty much be like, hey, did you sign under here? Did you sign this? Fuck off. <laughs> you're not gonna. You're not gonna. Like you're, you're not gonna I mean, make I mean, waves like HBO Max just did and not have some people be mad. I mean, it's just look, a part of it. I, I think HBO Max did the best thing they could do at the time. I think that they did. You know, look, they want their movies out there. They want to make a fucking profit. If I were a company, if I were a company in COVID 2020, <clears throat> and I made a movie that cost me millions of fucking dollars, and I'm bleeding out money daily, I, I'm gonna make the fucking money back any way I can especially when I don't see any kind of bright light on the horizon. So if a little pissy-ass director's going to come to me after they've been fucking paid, and they're going to come and bitch, suck on this left nut that I got hanging for you. Because, look, the truth is, yeah, they want their movie out and shown to the masses. They want everybody to see it. And that's great. That's awesome for art. The thing is, I'm a business. I'm a business entity. I want to make my money. And by the way, there are fans out there. There are fans that want to see the film too and we're not sure when that's going to happen for everybody to go back to the theater so i don't know that kind of shit pisses me off dude that's exactly what's going to happen 
That's the kind of shit, the attitude that's going to probably cause the downfall of movie theaters completely. I, I think so. I don't know. I get both sides of it. I mean, I do get both sides of it. I, I understand that. Like, because it's like, you're not just talking about something this guy fucking skittled the dude in 20 minutes. You're talking about something he's, they probably spent years of their lives on and had a vision for it. So I understand, like, you know, I mean, it doesn't make but, them right, but I understand but I understand like, that thought process. I, I'd be like, did you get paid? But did you get paid? And they're like, yeah, I was like, then shut the fuck up. I own it. That's what I'd say. <laughs> you sounded like Samuel Jackson in Dire with the Bitches just now. <laughs> no, I'd be, I'd be like, hey, did you get paid? Did you get a paycheck in the mail for your fucking shit? They're like, yeah, I did. Then you have no fucking right to talk anymore until you produce it. And you're responsible for the financial, like, over... You sound like, over... Lex, you sound like Les Grossman from Tropic Thunder. <laughs> I will literally well, fuck your face! I will. I, I'll, I'll, and I'll dance. I'll dance to it. <laughs> Apple bottom jeans. <laughs> uh, I, no, I, here's why, again, I'll say this one more time before we take a break. Here's why I like what HBO Max did. I like what they did because they at least gave everybody in, the, in a world of uncertainty in the movie biz and everywhere else, they at least gave everybody one year of, of something certain. Now we know for a fact... They have a release schedule. Their release schedule is going to happen. You don't have to worry about it. You don't have to talk about it. It's not a concern. It might not be optimal, but their movies are coming out next year. So at least people have that to look forward to. And I, I, I understand there's collateral damage, and, and there's all sorts of stuff that comes with that. But I feel like overall uh, it's a good thing just because we're definitely going to get something. We're definitely going let me, to let me something. Let me address one thing. Drew Harry says a lot of directors don't get paid until it gets to theaters. That may be true, but a lot of them do. So, I mean, yeah, I'm not, yeah, some directors don't, and they have to wait on the box office returns. I've seen the shit, too. I've done the research. I know that a lot of them get paid based on what the box office makes, I but a lot of them also get paid. No, they also get paid on other, listen, there's a lot of money that goes on behind the scenes that we're not aware of. It's not just based on what the box office does, that they get paid based on that. And yeah. besides that, if it's released on HBO Max, or on a home streaming device, they're still going to get their money. So you really got to wonder in some way, is this really about the art or is it selfishness? They're like, oh, I just want to, you know what I'm saying? It's not about, Christopher Nolan's a fucking multimillionaire. I don't feel bad for that guy. I love his movies, but I don't feel bad for him. He's not struggling on the streets, dying in the wind. And again, I mean, he has a right to, if he doesn't like something, to come out and be like, I don't fucking like this. I mean, it's, you know, I get that. I, I'm, I'm cool with but the door. It's, it's, it's bad news to do it to something like, like HBO Max. Like, you know, like it's bad news for you to do that right now when there's nobody fucking there's no movies on the on the slate for theaters. Dude, uh, by the way, I, I didn't I, I guess. <laughs> Dude, were yeah, you wearing I, a hat when you left? No, I put one on. Dude, neither was I. And I put on a hat. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's, like we're, it's like we're soulmates. <laughs> uh, by the way, I, I don't I, I don't know if this was in regards by the uh, Courtney. Um, he did say unbreakable Mr. Glass. I think we were talking about Samuel L. Jackson roles. Mm. Yeah, man. I, that's I forgot true, man. about that. Th that's 100% uh, accurate. Like, that, that could, I don't know. Like, I just love the character that he played Zeus in, in Dire with the Vengeance. But I just forgot that they were in another movie together. Uh, I, for I totally forgot about those movies. But all right, so it's your turn. By the way, I don't know if I was talking about Christopher Nolan or if I said Christopher Nelson. <laughs> <laughs> I meant Nolan. I meant Nolan. Not a, not a, not Academy Award winning uh, Christopher Nelson. I meant Nolan. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Christopher Nolan's won an Academy Award too. So you no, can I say know, both. but I mean, uh, you know, I know, but Christopher Nelson uh, Academy Award winning for other things than what Nolan did. But around here, we like Academy Award winning Christopher Nelson. <laughs> but they both they're both CN. So I. <laughs> <laughs> it's good company, man. What is your number five? Okay. <clears throat> so um the number five is gonna be uh uh casino 
Ah, another one. Now, now we're getting into it. We both got this. That's on my list too. Yeah, I had to go go with the casino. Uh, you know, for various reasons. I can't remember the movie verbatim. I just remember I love that movie so much. I've watched that movie not as much as Goodfellas, but I. You know what I feel like? I feel like it's almost a kind of a loose sequel to Goodfellas. You know what I mean? I could, yeah, yeah. You know, it's not like obviously the characters aren't the same, but it almost feels like in that time frame, Goodfellas didn't casino and it just works. And I love that fucking movie, dude. That was the, the only thing I didn't like about that movie is that Joe Pesci is like bullying around Robert De Niro. And I just didn't see that shit. Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, he was he was short, but he's mean, man. And that's I, I felt horrible for Robert De Niro in that movie because of what Sharon Stone was putting him through, man. And, you know, you could be the toughest guy in the world. You could be, you know, uh, a mobster who owns his own casinos. But, you know, sometimes those women, man, they'll get you. That's what happened to Casino. That's such a great movie, though, dude. Underrated mob movie, too. Everybody talks about Goodfellas, but Casino doesn't nearly get mentioned as much as it should. And uh, Michelle Pfeiffer's a hooker. (laughs) She's a complete hoe. Is it Pfeiffer? I thought it was Sharon Stone. I got it confused, I think. No, I think it's Michelle Pfeiffer that's the hooker. You know, the guy that, the the girl that marries uh, Robert De Niro. Yeah. And then, uh. Who's the guy? Uh, James Woods is the douchebag uh, car salesman. That's right. That he yeah. fucks up. Yeah. God damn. That's so like I love it, dude. Because like if you've ever been cheated on your life, that that is like a, a goddamn revenge story. You like you. I need some boys that, that work in the mafia <laughs> to put a fucking hurting on that that's motherfucker. True. And it's always the James Wood type too, right? James Woods type. It's always mm-hmm. James Wood types that does it. But uh, no, it's a great choice. I got that in my list too, man. Uh, my number five, by the way, which was already we already talked about it, so we can move right through it. My number five was Mall Rats, just a little bit higher than yours, yeah. but close. The yours was six, mine was five. So we already talked about that. So we can go right to your number four. Um, I had to turn the light up. I couldn't see it. <laughs> uh, so my number four. It is Sharon Stone, by the way. Ha ha. Oh, it's Sharon Stone. Okay. She's no She's Sharon, Sharon Stone. Stone. <laughs> oh my God, we gotta stop hanging out on Zoom. Uh, <laughs> Uh, okay, so this is another hyphen. All right, but uh, but th- but by the way, this this is fucking true. This th- they're relatable, so you can't get mad about it. Uh, I did have a tie. It was Billy Madison and Tommy Boy. Oh man, neither of those made my list. By the way, both in my honorable mentions. But... I, yeah, I had to put it in my. But again, I, I base it on uh, movies that I've um, watched a bunch of times. But uh, I'll Billy take Madison, that hyphen. Actually, that that's a hyphen that makes sense to me. I totally get that one. He goes, I did call. It was two, five, four, niner, six, one. <laughs> did you he's say like, niner? I go, he's like, uh, you're trailing off. And was did, did I catch a niner in there? Would you call it from a walkie-talkie? <laughs> no, it was a cordless. <laughs> it's like I could literally hear you getting fatter. <laughs> he, he's like, uh, I, I think we're gonna be okay here. Uh, these actually have a uh, thin candy shell. I'm surprised you didn't know that. He's like, I think your brain has a thick candy shell because your brain's got the shell on it. Are you talking? <laughs> Dude, when he slams the door and the door falls off, he's like, "What'd you do?" <laughs> Dude, I have literally used that like as a way to get out of things before. You're like, they're trying to fix things up just right, and then someone else do it. Like, what did you do, man? You fucked everything up. Uh, dude, I, the, both a great choice. And Billy Madison, you know, he's going to be a soccer player. Yes, he is. That's a fucking great one, too. Nudie Magazine Day. Nudie Magazine Day. <laughs> God, I, dude, I love both those movies so much, man. I, and, and again, they're both in my honorable mentions, too. Both could. And actually, I fought leaving. La, it was between leaving Las Vegas and Billy Madison for my number 10 spot. Yeah. And finally, I had to I had to throw leaving Las Vegas in there. But yeah, dude, love that movie. Billy Madison would top like our rental list i think we probably both rented that a fucking shit ton back but in the tommy 90s. boy was so i don't know man because tommy boy he's like oh richard i'm so happy hold me 
It's like, yikes. It's like, you want me to jerk you off? <laughs> what was the alfalfa? I think it was Spanky. Because sinner. <laughs> Do you know where the uh, weight room is? I don't know. And Rob Lowe. Never mind. I'll check it out. <laughs> <laughs> that's such a classic, dude. He's like, that's a pretty girl down there. I wonder if she goes out with one of the Yankees. <laughs> Couldn't tell you. <laughs> that's so great, dude. Uh, oh, yeah. Someone mentioned Mortal Kombat in the chat. Did not make my top 10, but definitely made oh, my honorable man. mentions. Did it make your top I, 10? I, I, no, it didn't, but I wanted it to be there, but yeah. I couldn't really justify it. Not in, not in the world that we live in right now in 1995. It just really wouldn't make the list. Yeah, it was close. Uh, Shang Tsung came in and stole my soul from me, but I couldn't do it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I swear to God, he's like, I never see one close up before. He's like, yeah, well, maybe if you had leaned over to insult me, it'd still be alive. Shut up, Tommy. It's not my fault. <laughs> <laughs> Miss Lippy's car is green. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I'm talking about Tommy Boy a lot more than Billy Madison. You know, honestly, if I had to, I, I might put Tommy Boy above Billy Madison in that regard, but Billy Madison is so classic. I would flip. I mean, off. it was, I, it was the first time I ever heard Culture Club. <laughs> <laughs> it was. A, I got my boots tied tight, or uh, what is it? Um, I got uh. Shit, Hope I forgot what it was. We, I don't get in a fight. <laughs> oh, back, oh, to, back school. to school. Because well, if you go, if you're gonna stay home, you can help me shave my armpits. <laughs> oh my god, I'll go to school. Chlorophyll, more like Borfield, am I right? <laughs> no, no, no it's not true. You. But you can imagine what it'd be like if they did, huh? huh? <laughs> <laughs> if peeing your pants is cool, consider me Miles Davis. All right. <laughs> I feel like we're losing people because, like, I don't want you guys to repeat the whole fucking movie. Maybe I want to watch <laughs> Get it. Get with that, dude. One of my favorite things, man, is is uh, just I, I like the first half of Billy Madison way better than the second half. When him and his friends and Norm Macdonald and them are all just getting drunk around the pool, you know? Mm -hmm. <laughs> I just I, I love that so much. That was the 90s for us because we didn't have any responsibilities. So in the summertime, I mean, we wouldn't get drunk. We were 10 years old. But we would, you know, you just sit around the pool and hang out all day long with no responsibilities. It was the greatest thing uh, ever. You know what? I, I mean, this is off. Well, it's not really. It's about the same movie. Uh, I watched this interview with uh, Conan O'Brien that that, uh, that Adam Sandler did with Norm Macdonald. And they were talking about that particular scene at, by the pool. And uh, Adam Sandler said it was the first time he'd ever done a scene with Norm Macdonald ever. And he was like, so I said, uh, I said my line to Norm. And he's like, Norm, he goes, Norm likes to take his old time. And I, you know, I was like, oh, he's going deep for this one. <clears throat> and he was like, he's like, I found out Norm McDonald was sleeping. <laughs> and uh, he was like, the Norm McDonald, he was like, yeah. He's like, well, they said I had to play a drunk. So I was like, you got any booze? So he drank before that scene. And then he's like, <laughs> so I fell asleep. And then he was like, um, and then he called me Frank. And I'm like, in my, in my head, I'm like, who the fuck is Frank? <laughs> That's the easiest way to uh, method act, by the way, if your character is smoking pot or drinking, you know? Well, yeah, I mean, when me and Mike do Loomis or, you know, or, or we just drink. So, by the way, apparently so, yeah, you, keep, older. you keep sliding off the screen because I think you're leaning down towards your mic. Oh, oh I got to bring it up. I'll bring it up. <laughs> Get it up! Get it there up! I'll bring it right here. Oh. <laughs> that's that's I don't again. I don't mind the hyphen on that one. That's a that's a great one, man. Uh, my number four is actually it's another comedy. Uh, it's gonna be really high for a lot of people, but it's just too near and dear to my farts. Uh, I gotta go. Empire Records, man. That's a good one. As my number four, I, I love that movie so much, man. I again, I watch it probably a couple times a year. I think it's fucking hilarious. Uh, it it just encapsulates being a teen, an angsty teenager in the nineties. 
in the perfect way. It's really happy. It's really funny. It's all over the place. It's dumb as shit, just like Billy Madison and those other comedies. But it was actually a little bit, it was almost like an indie movie in its own way, too, because it kind of had some serious shit in it, too, like with death. Yeah. Oh, Rexy, you're so sexy. Say no more. Maybe she got your. I bring I, my loving up to your front door. You know, Love honestly, I, I, didn't, I, I didn't put it in my top ten. I wanted to, but it didn't make it. Yeah, man, it's it's high. I know it's high. It's it's above some great fucking movies, but that's more of a personal choice for me. Maurice the B-log, Maurice the Beast Vlog says Bridget Wilson. <laughs> She's Bridget hot. Wilson. Yeah, dude. Yeah, for sure. Uh, for uh, my number three, uh, we got to go all the way back to the day with William Wallace. We got to have oh. a time showing yeah. our junk and our butts to the enemy and not giving a fuck and rushing it. We got Braveheart coming in at number three. You're talking too. about Mel Gibson. You're talking about William Wallace. <laughs> Freedom. You got you, like, look, you're talking about one of the first movies that ever truly made me cry during an action flick. Okay. It was a pure action flick. There was some romance stuff in it or whatever, but like when he is getting gutted at the very end of that movie, I'm talking about gutted. Okay. And quartered and all that shit. Do I, I like literally felt like I was a Scotsman and I was there with him. I was like, give them freedom. <laughs> I, I do. I, I love that movie. You're talking about one of the best Mel Gibson films of all time. Braveheart. Absolutely, man. And it's the kind of movie that we're missing with all the shit going on with him not being on. He directed it, too, I believe. I'm pretty sure he directed that shit. He did. He did talking about it. a three-hour epic that he directed and starred in, and had some, and it's got a good love story in it. It's a, it's a love story. It's a revenge plot. It's a it's a it's a war movie. It's got it all, man. It's got it all. Fucking, it's 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 on my list as well. I won't say where just yet. But now we're getting to the one. I think the past few we both had a lot of ones on each other's list. But yeah, I love fucking Braveheart's great, man. Uh, if someone said Braveheart was the greatest film that has ever been put on screen, I wouldn't disagree with them. You know, Braveheart. Yeah, I really wouldn't disagree with them. I don't think you can have any qualms with that as a choice. I, uh, yeah, man. I mean, Braveheart or uh, The Patriots really good. I mean, I don't know. But as, as far as as far as nineteen ninety five goes, Jesus Christ, dude! Like that that movie like took it to another level. Yeah, dude. It was it was fucking amazing. Uh, my number three. We've already talked about it. My number three is going to be uh, Casino. Just as you Woo. mentioned, for all the same fucking reasons. It's Casino. So we already talked about that, but that's my number three. I like it. I like it. What is yours? Well, we've already talked about this as oh, well. Oh, yeah, we're up to number two now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we've already talked about this as well, but it was a little higher on the list for me just because I enjoyed it so goddamn much. Uh, Die Hard with a Vengeance is my number two. Ah, well done. Uh, and again, you know, again, I, I don't know how many times I got to repeat this. Shit, goddamn, I sound like a broken uh, record here, but. Uh, just on pure rewatchability for me, especially in, in the 90s, like Die Hard with a Vengeance. Honestly, honestly, man, I might watch Die Hard with a Vengeance over Die Hard 1 and 2. I might watch that first and then just work my way back. I don't blame you at all. I don't blame you a bit. By the way, Iwilani, again, the Super Chat. Thank you so much, Iwilani. She says, love Empire. Yes. Oh, and by the way, someone said in the, uh, someone said in the chats, <clears throat> damn, the man saved the Empire. I love that movie so much. I got a tattoo of it, too. Oh, yeah. Damn the man saved the empire, and it's an alien eating a piece of pizza. <laughs> well, wise man, man once said, walks alone. Patience is divine, but never pay full price for alien pizza. Mm-mm. No. By no. the way, you know, in, in Empire Records, you know that dude? You know what I remembered him from the most was uh, Grease 2. Rex Manning? When he, Rex Manning. Yeah. Like, he, I love, I, I did like Grease 2. I don't give a fuck. I liked it. <laughs> Why don't you all just. Fade away. 
I, there's so many quotable Remember. <laughs> I've never seen Grease 2. I've never seen like Grease 2. I didn't know he was in it at all. So I don't think I've ever watched Grease all the way through. I'm not a musical guy. It just doesn't get my Ganges going. I need a cool rider. <laughs> cool rider. And then she goes, if he's cool enough, he can ride me through and through. <laughs> like, dude, it's like dirty. I was like, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, my number two, we've already talked about it as well. My number two is Braveheart, William Wallace. Yeah, yeah. Sam, I mean, we were only separated by like one one slot. Yeah, dude. And I always something I always remember about Braveheart is I worked at Target once. Uh, always felt cool walking around with that red T-shirt, all the honeys around with, and I had my, uh, I had my uh, my walkie-talkie. I'd be like, yeah, I got a price check on four. I'll get right to you. You know, just mm. this always, always beautiful women walking around Walmart when I was sixteen. And uh, I mean, Target when I was 16, Walmart's a whole different kind of beautiful woman. Good times. But I always think about it when I was in the uh, uh, orientation for Target. The mm. guy was trying to be like that cool boss. And he's like, all right, let's go around the table. I want to hear everybody's favorite movie. All right, let's get to know each other a little bit. Let's get to know each other. Oh, my God. It's so cringy. My back just fucking spasmed. But like me being who I am, like I fucking freaked out, dude. I was like, this is important. <laughs> no one's ever asked me this before. This is important. And uh, it between it, at that time, it was between Scarface and Braveheart for me, and, and Braveheart worn out. So 16-year-old Ooh. me, Braveheart was my favorite movie at all, of all time. But on this particular list, 95 is so good that it actually comes in number two for me with Braveheart. It's, it's, a, it's a solid choice. I mean, honestly, if we had a top ten, if we, if we worked at Blockbuster and this was our top ten pick in 1995, you couldn't fucking argue with it. I'll be like, if you're, if you're going to argue with it, you're going to have a lot of problems, mister. You're going to have a lot of problems. Like, your your membership might get ripped up, and you can go suck Hollywood videos, dick. Huh? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Oh. I suck both their dicks. I like them both. Yeah. So, it's fine. Um, okay, so for number one, I think yours might be the same. It's sounding like it's going to be, my friend. If it's left I out. Think, yeah, I, think it, I think it might be. All right, uh, wait, 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 wait. Pocahontas. Pocahontas, yeah. Pocahontas, man. John Smith, that <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> All right, say, say it with me. Let's do it, let's do it together. All right, Ready? All right. Let's say it. One, two, go on three. No, after three. Okay. One, two, three, okay. then go. All right. Okay. One, two, three, seven. Seven. Oh, yeah. We That's got the it. same yeah, number it's got, one. It's got, it's got to be fucking seven. It's got to be seven. Can't I mean, believe how it, How can man. it not be seven? How can it not be seven? Yeah, dude. I it. I cannot believe that I put seven so high above all these other movies, but I fucking have to, man. Like, I, I think I've, I, I just, you have to, right? I, I don't see how I mean, you can't. The, the, the movie is, is, it's a perfect blend of, of a great mystery thriller with some action and drama. And like, dude, it, it's, and you got Morgan fucking Freeman as the a partner to Brad Pitt, who looks sexy with his spiked hair, 1995. You also have Kevin Spacey as the killer. Dude, you, you can't get better. And, and, and the fact that they're doing um, – I mean, I thought, you know, today if they were doing the movie like that, I think it, it's Joel uh, – was it Joel Einstein's Ministries? <laughs> Is that that motherfucker's name, that, that fake-ass bitch from uh, Joel uh, – I don't know. Uh, the one that does that, that big mega church evangelical. Oh, I don't know the guy's name. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I it, it's though. Joel something. But, yeah, I'd be like, yeah, that makes sense. It's some, like, really weird zealot that would do that. But, dude, honestly, that movie holds up so well today uh gwyneth paltrow is in it as well yeah i mean wh- i mean what can you say that's not already been said about it? it's a it's a classic movie for a reason yeah dude it's 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 honestly it's a weird buddy cop film in in one way and it's, it's a horror film it's a serial killer film it's a drama it's one of david fincher's classics 
Quinn Sludge Show, David David Fincher. But um, you know, it, it dude, it was just. I'll never forget. Like that movie would just always have a soft spot. It's it's one of those great movie moments for me. Uh, I've told the story a hundred times, so I'll be brief about it. But st- stayed home sick from school one day, rented it on pay per view. But it was so long ago that uh, I had to call the cable company to order the movie, right? So, like, if you stayed home sick and your parents weren't home, you'd have to call the cable company and you could order pay-per-view without them being able to do shit about it. So I ordered seven for, like, four ninety nine or whatever it was. And literally, I-, I-, I made, like, three packs of ramen noodles and put them in a gigantic bowl and just sat there in my underwear and watched this movie on the fly. And when it ended, I just sat there with, like, fucking noodles in my mouth. Like, Dude, you must have you must afford it and shit so much you had a black hole in your <laughs> dude, underwear. It was bad. That. It was back when you could do things like eat three packs of ramen noodles with no repercussions. But, dude, just blew my mind. I thought about that movie for hours afterward. I, I scoured. Uh, there was no internet. On my, the internet was barely yeah. in its inception then. Uh, I I I wanted to find more movies like it. It just the the her head in the box. What's in the box? Fucking just that was that was some freak, but that was some freaky ass shit. Uh, Courtney's like no he, no heat. Uh, dude, I know, I know, I know. It was, know. Tough. It was tough. It was uh, Courtney. I I wanted like heat's on here, man. Like like yeah. I have I have so many fucking honorable mentions. Yeah, I can't I mean, believe we could go through every. We could go through every uh, honorable mention. There's a shit ton, but I, I do want to point out um a few, uh, not all. Well, let's take uh, the, let's take turns like but rapid fire like you say one honorable mention I'll say one honorable mention I bet we have okay. a lot of the same ones okay, so go. heat's obviously both in our honorable mentions probably heat could have been in my top ten fucking easily it probably should have been okay but uh, uh, we'll say go heat ahead. together but then uh, clueless mm-hmm. that was one the quick and the dead oh I didn't have that one that's a fucking good one too dude yeah mm-hmm. uh, sexy Toy Story Toy Story I know it's a Pixar I know that's like cool like Pixar films but Toy Story was like childhood man like for us mm-hmm. Toy Story was actually a really really good fucking movie from back in the day it was great uh, Outbreak yeah that's fucking great dude fucking yep. amazing movie uh, Mortal Kombat we already mentioned but Mortal yep. Kombat uh, Tu Wong Fu <laughs> I didn't have that one but uh, you do love that movie I'm actually shocked that it make your top 10 dude and I, it almost did, but I, I didn't see it until the second page. Uh, I, so. Some that you already mentioned in a row, dude. It's funny. Three of them that were in your list that, that weren't in mine but made my honorable mentions was Bad Boys, Friday, and Major Pain. Yep. Okay. Uh, I, I also had Judge Dredd. Ooh. I didn't like Judge Dredd, actually. I loved movie. it. I would never do anything to hurt you, Hershey. <laughs> I had the law! Uh, uh, virtuosity. Virtuosity great, oh, is man, beloved, so near and dear to my fucking heart. Great cop movie, Denzel Washington, Russell Crowe. Uh, I had Jumanji. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. I, I always think that, as my adult age, I think Jumanji's overrated, but I understand it. Uh, I had Tommy Boy as one of mine. I mentioned that already. Uh, Dangerous Minds. Yeah. <laughs> that's a fucking, that's a 95 dude, classic, I, I, dude. I, I, love, I love that one dude that, like, always sleeps in class, and then when she's promising all this shit to him and he wakes up, he's like, you better be for real. <laughs> I, <was> like, <laughs> I want to see that with my mom dude my mom i love that, that movie that movie's great and i always remember like at, at school dances in like fifth grade or whatever like they would play gangster's paradise and all the kids knew the words yep. you know i hate to skip but i gotta lope <laughs> on my edge i see the pistol smoke <laughs> i'm the kind of g little homies want to be like on my knees in the night saying Say prayers, prayers in the, the street, street light, light. <laughs> been spending most of us <laughs> Dude, we should do a Loomis Michael Myers music video for Dangerous Minds. I actually had an idea about doing something like that. But that shit would be fun. Uh, Been spending most of my nights trying to get with Thalamid. I don't know. Uh, Under Siege 2 was 95. Yeah, I had Under Siege 2. Uh, I also had uh, Heavyweights. Yeah, that's a fucking great one, too, man. Yeah. 
Uh, someone in the chat mentioned. I did pieces. not see you. I, I did not send you to go kart camp. <laughs> he was like, Dad, they took away the go karts. <laughs> and then it was, remember when he was on the plane and he and he ran into that kid that was in Mighty Ducks, and and he was like, "You going to fat camp?" He's like, "No, why?" He's like, "Cause you're fat." He's like. <laughs> Yeah. And he's like, yeah, but so are you. He's like, I know. I'm going to fat camp. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, goddamn. Brittany Bush, thank you so much. You did not ever do that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much for that, Brittany. She says, just want to stop by and say I still support you guys. Uh, even after the mishap where you showed your generals on television. No, she didn't say that. She says, sorry, I miss, uh, I miss so much because I'm always working now. Rovanary. Rovanary says hi too uh because uh or haha i hope you all have a merry christmas if i don't get the chance to say it before then love y'all thank you so much Brittany, and, thank and you merry Brittany. christmas to you and Rovanere. and by the way me and mike were on pbs when we showed our genitals we didn't think anybody was watching at three o'clock it was just once, it was just, once. It was just, it's just skin steven thank you so um, much Brittany. seriously thank you Brittany. love you uh well uh so i said heavyweights what was yours uh halloween six which you mentioned and yeah bullshit okay, uh, there's nothing bullshit about it. It was true. I also had, uh, I also had, uh, dude. This, uh, I don't know if you remember this, dude. Angus, I fucking loved Angus mm. back in the day. I Angus was great. Angus, dude. Yeah, that was Angus was an awesome movie. Especially if you're a bullied kid, especially going through high school or puberty or, or middle school or whatever. That movie actually hit everything on the head, like nail on the head. It really did. It did a great job showcasing that strange transformation that you're going through as a as a kid yeah i love angus man angus is a great movie angus had a weird encino man vibe to it too i feel like yeah it was he was kind of like napoleon dynamite but just not stupid yeah yeah i get that yeah i remember you liking angus back when we were kids too i remember you Mm -hmm. like extremely like that movie a lot um uh billy madison i already mentioned that um uh batman forever though is one that i have batman forever yeah yeah batman forever not the best movie in the world probably had no chance to make it the top 10 but it has to be mentioned well, we were, ten, we were 10 years old. I mean, that's like that's like classic film right there. Yeah. Like, we were 10. I was like, holy shit. I'm going to get the fucking Batmansion. I'm going to have all the figurines. It's yeah. done. Okay. The McDonald's cups. Uh, another one I had on here was uh, dude. And I didn't even know it came out in 95. I'm like, holy shit. Demon Knight. Tales from the Crypt. Uh, yeah. Demon Knight. One of Billy Zane's probably one of his better performances. Mr. Hold down. Goddamn motherfucking. Whoa. <laughs> I love that. I, I love that movie, dude. It also had a. Uh, um Sadler. Uh what's the guy's name? William uh, Sadler. William Sadler. Awesome, awesome role. Oh, and Jada Pinkin Smith was also in that movie. Really underrated film, man. I, I think that movie was uh, amazingly underrated. Yeah. Awesome story. Great movie. Yeah. Skill set Dr. Chase Meridian can get it. <laughs> oh, by the way, another ninety five movie. Um uh speaking of Chase Meridian, Nicole Kidman. Oh fuck! I'm forgetting the name of the movie now. Uh, to Die For, Joaquin Phoenix, Nicole Kidman. Yeah, it's been. Uh, yeah, I didn't put it on my list, but she's hot. She's hot on the cover. Yeah. What else you got? Uh, I also had um, House Guest, Sinbad. Fucking love that movie. I love House Guest. <laughs> I liked House Guest too. Uh, yeah, it's it, you know it's it, it, it's obviously a family comedy at that point, but it, it really works well. Like mm-hmm. I, I don't know, it just, the whole movie was like. I don't know. It just worked really well. Um, I also had Tall Tale with uh, Patrick Swayze. Never saw that Oliver one. Platt. Oh, dude, you gotta watch that. Pecos Bill. It's it's got Pecos Bill. It's got um, uh, Paul Bunyan and then John Henry Smith. It's a fucking badass movie. And the kid that played uh, John Connor in Terminator Three is the main kid in the movie. Uh, no in shit. Uh, Edward Furlong. 
No. In oh the, no, in three, in, in part three. Yeah, in, yeah. in three. I, I can't. The one was in Bully. I can't remember the kid's name. Uh, but dude, uh, it's fucking amazing, dude. I, I love that movie. It's so underrated. Um, and uh, Mike doesn't like this movie. I always liked it a lot. I've rented it several times. I love Jeff Goldblum in it. I thought he was awesome. Uh, powder. I like fucking powder a lot. Fucking hate powder, dude. I hate that. You always movie. hate powder because he's bullied and he comes back with electricity, bitch. <laughs> I hate that he was the first. Movie. He was the first mutant. Uh, <laughs> uh, and then I also had uh, First Night with uh, Sean Connery. That's a great fucking movie, dude. Dude, it's and that amazing. VHS had that Chrome VHS too. Yeah, too. that dude. was a dope ass VHS. I, 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 like I was, I was actually gonna get April. She'd never seen it before, and I was like, dude, Richard Gear, like it might be his best performance, and I hate him. He's so he's such a douchebag because he yeah. steals he steals Sean Connery's fucking woman. Yeah, dude. Guinevere. I, I, but it's so good. It's so amazing what what they did with that. Um, and then uh, what else? Uh, the only other one that I had on here that you didn't have was uh, Casper. <laughs> I never liked Casper either. Could never get into it. He's like, can I keep you? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Can I keep you? (laughs) A couple of last ones on my list, dude, uh, have been mentioned by the chat in the last few minutes, by the way. Uh, Apollo 13 did not make my list, Spectre. I know that it's a classic movie for them, but I just, I always was kind of bored by it. I get that it's a great movie, but. It it takes too long to get going. It's a great movie, but it takes too long. Uh, Power Rangers came out in 95, by the way. Respect to that shitty ass movie. Terrible fucking movie. Hate it, but also. By the way. Reminds me of good nostalgic memories, just that being that time, you know, in the slime and all that shit. Yeah, it was great. Uh, but even at the time when you were watching, it was like, this is a horse pile of shit. Like, it was a bad pile of shit. Because Ivan News was the main character. Yeah, it was bad, but it was cool to see them on the big screen with like leather suits. And you're yeah. like, holy shit. By the way, uh, it's so true, man. I just watched Apocalypse. There is no doubt that whoever made the design for Apocalypse totally watched that movie yeah, and dude. decided that Ivan Ooze was the perfect fucking guy to base Apocalypse on. Because if you look at um, Oscar Isaacs in Apocalypse and then yeah. look at Ivan Ooze, they're goddamn the same face. Really, it's a damnation of Apocalypse, honestly, because there's no way in, in, in Heidi Green fuck that Apocalypse from X-Men should look like fucking Ivan Ooze. No, <laughs> you know what I mean? awful. Like, by the way, no even way. as a kid, I, I understood it was Apollo shit. I'm like, where's fucking Lord Zed and Rita? I just want to see the, that the shit. The main problem with the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers beast. main problem with the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers movies is, dude, they fucking took them out of their suits. Their suits were the coolest things about them. They took them out of their fucking suits. What are you doing? Yeah, they, and the toys had those fucking metallic chrome. suits. God, yeah. those were dope as shit well i mean it, yeah like kanye west produced the the toy line <laughs> and then p diddy produced the movie but i, I but, but either way i still like the leather shit but i mean when they got their pajama pants for like mid mid movie i'm like this is stupid this and the ninja dumb. outfits yeah I yeah was not into that's what i mean the pajama shit i'm like come on guys yeah gary catlow thank serious. you so much says are any of you guys getting cyberpunk 27 set 2077 i noticed it has a blade runner car a red bike like akira and the mega blocks from dread i can't wait for it i have no idea what any of that is i don't, I don't yeah i I, much, I, I actually i i pre-ordered it yeah i've got I'm, i can't wait december 9th man december 9th uh cyberpunk 2077 is gonna be fucking badass hey man i heard that it only got a seven in the in the, in the new age way it's gonna be lit i can't say that <laughs> come through come through it's gonna be lit <laughs> I, I i can't say it uh and and make it sound cool but it, it looks badass man i can't wait to play it um yeah i i, I pre-ordered it like a week ago but holy shit man like it you gotta you gotta get on that shit i know you don't like the rpg stuff but you're gonna love this one. If you yeah. give it a chance, you're gonna fucking love it. I just don't have the I don't have the attention span for it, man. I just well don't. figure it out. I can't do it. I can't do it. You have a, you have attention span for your you super bad tattoo. Ma- you learn to play Madden, and I'll fucking learn to fucking yeah. But play you can motherfucker, you nine hours on a tattoo. 
What, and that's I, attention span. I don't have a choice. It's pain that makes you focus. Pain. There's pain if you lose the game. <laughs> if you make uh, the wrong choice. Some mentions from the chat. Uh, 12 Monkeys. Uh, I always hated 12 Monkeys. Could never get the fuck into it. One and two. Love Brad Pitt. Love Bruce Willis. Hate that fucking movie. Uh, sorry. Uh, big one. Sidney Allen. Great point. Sudden death. Jean-Claude Van Damme. Just trying to take his kids to a fucking hockey game, man. Sudden death. Well, Under Siege 2 was also on my list. It didn't make... Oh, yeah. I, I would never put it in my top 10, but... I still loved it. By the way, um, Luke Stoll says you forgot about Waterworld. No, I I, I chose to forget about that movie. <laughs> Got, <laughs> I didn't I didn't forget about. It. I chose some uh, some love for Rumble in the Bronx. That was a fun '95 movie. Mm-hmm. It wasn't going to make the list by any means. Not a great movie, but fun to watch for sure. Uh, Money Train, same same idea. That was a fun '95 yeah, type movie. And then, dude, Nick of Time, Nick of Time, Johnny Depp, fucking great movie. By the way, that was the last time you saw Johnny Depp in normal clothes, and he yeah. was a normal actor. And then he it's like he got thriller, flushed dude. down the Tim Burton toilet. I think the, we're gonna do the uh, the fanatic. Yes, yes, the fanatic guys. Okay, I don't know how many of you guys have seen this movie. This is a Patreon review for our buddy David Cavaretto. David, thank you so much for being a Patreon and a friend all this time, man. You're an awesome dude. Really appreciate it. Uh, this movie came out like I want to say like last year. Mm-hmm. Devin Sawa. Okay, Devin Sawa. Yes, Devin Sawa. Uh, John Travolta, directed by Limp Biscuits, Fred Durst, everybody. Oh, my camera just went out. Yeah, I know. I was going to say, it's gone to black. It's gone to plaid. No, uh, yeah. Uh, I'm going to tell you one thing. Surprisingly, really fucking good. I did not think this was going to be, uh, I, I, you know, again, a lot of negative reviews have come out about this movie. So there was a lot of uh, trepidation when I when I when I sat down to watch it. And I'm like, oh, this is gonna be some kind of you know butt fuckery. And I I I enjoyed it. Like yeah. I thought it was really magnificent. I, I you know, and not to mention the fact that uh, John Travolta plays it so fucking well, where he balances not only that he's a creepy, nasty weirdo guy, but that you feel bad for him at the same time. You know what I mean? Like you know, you can. I don't get you know the the level of fandom. Like it reminds me of uh, Saving Silverman. It's like, yeah, we're his fans. Uh, when they're talking about Neil Diamond, it's like, yeah, yeah, we're fans and we love him. But uh, it, but it, you know, you know that he's not right, and you know that he just wants an autograph, and he and he's he's like hounding Devin Sawa's character constantly about it. But the thing about it is, like, you feel really awful for him too at the same time. Yeah. Which, by the way, like, I I just think that's really hard for an actor to pull off, like, to make you feel like he's obviously the villain of the movie. He's obviously the villain, right? But you feel bad for him in a lot of ways, and that's really hard to pull off as an actor or an actress to make you feel bad and like, oh, this is a weirdo at the same time. It's weird, dude, because – and again, so for those who don't know, the, the whole plot is is John Travolta is an obsessed fan, and he's he's clearly on the spectrum. Uh, uh, they don't exactly point out what his issue is, but he's clearly on the spectrum. Um, and Devin Sawa is this action movie star, and, and uh, John Travolta's character, uh, Moose – is obsessed with getting autographs he's obsessed with meeting famous people that's kind of his thing and uh he becomes obsessed with uh devin sawa he meets him at a signing and he has this vest from one of his movies and he shows up and he's way too over the top in in devin sawa's face and devin sawa's character is a dick to him he's like hey buddy want to autograph i'm about to autograph my fist on your fucking face and trust me you don't want that so How then, much would that go for on eBay? I just want to know. <laughs> so then Moose gets obsessed with him, starts going to his house, and things just really fucking escalate. And like you said, Moose becomes uh, – John Travolta becomes the bad guy in the movie. But, yeah, dude, 
This movie was shit on by everybody. Everyone's like Razzie movie. I don't year. get it. I don't. I, I don't understand. Worst I don't understand. I understand in a sense. Like I understand partly why some people hate the movie because PMS. <laughs> it's you know it was it, just PMS. It's so weird that it's directed by Limp Biscuits, Fred fucking Durst, man. Keep that, that, that might be why that that might be why it was that it was hated on. Is fucking Fred Durst? I think that he. Th- I think Fred Durst thought this movie was an Oscar movie, and I, I think he treated it as an Oscar movie. They try to do some weird shit with like weird animations and like like weird oh, overdubs yeah. and like and, and voices and stuff, and they try to make it way more serious. And like you can tell, like it's like that doesn't fit at all. This is weird. It's a weirdly directed movie. It's a strange movie. And, you know, some of the the only thing that I actually thought was actually bad about it was the fact that they treated the Hollywood strip like it was fucking uh, Winchester, Kentucky at the Walmart. Like, you know what I mean? Like people, characters kept running into each other. And like, you know, when she's driving down the street and she sees him walking and she's like, oh, my God, Moose. And he ke- the same characters keep running into each other like they all live in a tiny town like they live in fucking L.A. You know what I mean? Like that shit's dumb. <clears throat> well, I mean, I, I think that I think that the uh, the Hollywood, you know, Boulevard or whatever, I think that those actors or whatever, the ones that dress up like, you know, SpongeBob's like dirty blanket or whatever. And they do. They probably do get to know each other. There was a documentary that came out not long ago about the guy that played Superman um, on the Hollywood Boulevard or whatever, or is it, I don't know, whatever it's called in Hollywood. And he would, but everybody knew him. Like they knew him because he was constantly there all the time. I I think, I think it's because Fred Durst was the director, man. I think that's why he got a lot of fucking early hate. Well, I think it's, I think more than anything, it's John Travolta's performance, but I thought John Travolta's performance was fucking great. I thought I thought it's and, and I I don't mean to say this in a joke in, in a making fun of way, but you know in uh, Tropic Thunder when they're like you never go full, you know what I mean? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. like the simple Jack thing. Like you never simple go full. Jack in the house, y'all. Yeah, it was that conundrum because John Travolta really I thought he delivered a great performance, man. I he was way over the top, but I felt for him, man. Like and he was crazy. Like the movie starts out with him being like, you know, uh. I gotta take a poo. I gotta take a poo. You know what I mean? Yeah. But in the '90s, you know, Dustin Hoffman, Rain Man, shit like that. Like in the '90s, I feel like that would have flown. But because this was Devin Sawa, because it was directed by Fred Durst, because it was so over the top, I think a lot of people it rubbed him the wrong way. I thought there was problems with the movie, dude. But I thought John Travolta's performance was actually well, really touching and really good. I thought I thought so too. And I, I don't I don't know, man. I didn't really get the uh, simple Jack vibes from him. I got more of like this is Napoleon Dynamite if he grew up and moved away. Like he's not slow. He's not slow. He understands what's going on. He's just fucking obsessed and weird. Like that's that's the point. Like he's just a really weird guy with a weird haircut named Moose. And like uh, like you know I like dude when he was like uh when he was at that party and that girl was like, oh, that's a really nice shirt. He's like, it's the only one in the world. <laughs> I'm sorry that you don't have it. Like, it's not like it's not like John Travolta was playing a kid or or somebody that has like he's all he's he's, he's fucked up, but he's not slow. He's right. just fucked up. Uh, I feel like, again, Napoleon Dynamite grown up was more in line with and, and maybe that annoyed him. I don't know. I have no idea. Honestly, when I watched the film overall, like I thought it was great. I was fascinated by John Travolta's like more spiral into like the crazy that he goes because he yeah. goes from like an obsessed fan to a true fanatic. And, and dude, I, I loved it. I thought it was, and, and Devin Sawall rocked the fuck out of it too. As far good. as an asshole, he played a really good asshole and you know, you yeah. can't blame him for all of it because it makes it, it you know, it, 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 
it does shine a light on that particular thing. And I know they were trying to do that, like with paparazzi popping up around, you know, bushes and shit and taking pictures of people when they're coming out of the toilet after they, you know, just launched a, a, a nuclear missile of a poop. And, and they're taking pictures of them right when they come out. I get that. Like, that's what I think that's why John Travolta took that role, because he's like, yeah, I, I want people to see the levels of depravity or depravity and, and strangeness that people will go to just because they like your films. And I get that. Yeah, but in a lot of ways too, it's like I don't know, man. Like if you just give him a fucking autograph, like I, I like he might have just went away. Right. I thought one of the most fascinating parts about the movie was was uh, Devin Sawa uh, his his reaction to the character because you got to see it from both sides. Devin Sawa at some point though his character I feel like could have could have you can clearly understand that this guy's on the spectrum. You can clearly understand within a couple of yeah. minutes a conversation that he has issues. His character gonna be like, you know what, man? All right, I'm gonna I'll sign your thing for you. Okay, I'll sign your thing. Have a nice day. Thank you very much. And that would have ended the whole thing, probably. You know what I mean? But because he was such a dick to him nonstop. And then, but there's a part of you that gets where Devin Sawa's character is coming from because when he shows up at his house and his son's there and he's like, hey, go inside, fire up the Xbox. And then Devin Sawa, who's ripped, by the way, he's looking fucking good. Looking, looking, looking fine. Yeah, looking big as Gold's fuck. Gold's Gym card member right there, y'all. Yeah, man. Uh, gets in his face and he's like, don't you ever fucking show up here again. Like, Devin Sawa's intimidating. He was doing, and by the way, did you notice that scene where he's driving around with his son? He's like, now we're going to listen to some Limp Biscuit. He's like, yeah, that's the stuff. That's the good stuff yeah, right now. I was yeah, like, you yeah. didn't even play a classic Biscuit song, dude. No, I didn't know what that song that they played. I was like, that's bullshit. Either. That's not a real song. <laughs> but no, I mean, the thing about, I don't know. You know what? Honestly, honestly, uh, I, I actually hated Devin Stalwell's character more than Moose. Yeah. I really did. I really did. I, because, again, I mean, you mentioned he's on the spectrum. You know, he's there's something not all together there with him. And I, I just think as um, a celebrity or or anybody in any kind of fame or whatever, it, you, you don't like it, it wouldn't take much for you to realize that, like, you know, to get it like there's something kind of off. And I know they're scary or whatever, but if they're begging you for an autograph and there just seems to be a little like strangeness to them as far as like how they're talking, I, I feel like it's pretty self-evident, you know, that there's something wrong. And, and you know, just do do something nice for them and move on with your life. I'm not saying that, you know, this couldn't have happened where even if you had done that, he would have still stalked them. Yeah. And 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 this would have already elevated. But you're going to tell the guy and he's, he, he, you know, he's limping around. I felt I felt so bad for him, dude. He's limping around. He's wearing like fucking starter shoes from Walmart from like, you know, 1998. And, and he's limping around and he's at your house. He's trying to give you a letter that's clearly written like a child would write it. And you're being a, a total asshole. And I'm like, I'm not taking your, and then you, 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 yeah. you poke your fucking pin in his chest and you do this shit. Yeah. I'm like, it's intimidating. In, in a way I'm like, I'd fuck you up, Devin. I'd say, <laughs> go back to goddamn night of the twisters. You motherfucker. <laughs> he was intimidating. Dude. And that, and I think that's, I think that's what's interesting about the movie. It's like, what would you do if you were Devin Sawa's character? Clearly the right decision would have been to be like, okay, I understand something's wrong here. I'll just sign this for you and move on. But at the same time, someone's showing up at your home several times and you've got your young son there and honestly they did a pretty good job of showing that Devin Sawa wasn't clearly on the level either he had the sleeping pills that he was taking yeah. he had the stuff going on with his maid with his wife with his family he had some issues going on too but it's kind of like those old 90s thriller uh, stalker movies where you'd get that one point if you'd have just been nice on this day which you know some people you know some, sometimes you're just having that day 
and that one person comes up to you, and you never know, you piss off the wrong person, some crazy stuff right. like that. I thought that was kind of cool how they did that with that kind of 90s turn to it. Speaking of 90s, Fred Durst, Sean Tavolta, Diamond Sawa, it all fucking fits a little bit together there. It feels but, good. It feels good. It feels I, like you just solved Clue. But you know what, dude? Some of these things felt like the Joker, too. You remember the you know the Joker with Joaquin yeah. Phoenix when he's on the street as the clown? Dev- or, uh, uh, Quint- or, uh, Quint- uh, uh, John Travolta's character's on the street, and he's like, I'm from London. <laughs> you know, he's doing that cop thing. Mm-hmm. And the only character that I thought was actually a bad... And, and people say that the acting in this movie's bad. I think that's a joke. I think the acting from thought, Devin Sawa from John Travolta's fucking excellent. I think, it, I think it was meant to be like that. I, I mean, if you think... If you look at it, like... Oh well, this is a terrible acting performance. I think it was meant to be on purpose. Like John Travolta was playing it very straightforward. Like if a guy had never read a script in his life and he was trying to pretend to be an actor, like that, I think that was the point. If this movie came out in the '90s, I think John Travolta might have got an Oscar nomination for it. I'm just gonna fucking say that, man. Well, I, he, got he got beat by Tom Hanks. He got beat by Tom Hanks. I'm with you, dude. I'm so glad that you like this movie too. Because I thought it was really good as well. It kind of ends abruptly. The direction is a little bit, you can tell it's a newish director, even though I know Fred Durst has done a couple movies. You can tell some issues with the plot and with the story and stuff like that. But uh, again, I'm with you, dude. I thought Devin Sawa was good in the movie. I thought John Travolta. And yeah, there's moments in the movie that are funny. That probably aren't intended to be funny that are funny. Or maybe they were intended to be funny. I don't know. But I was interested when when he goes full on. Uh, and by the way, there's a Jason reference. There's Michael Myers references in this. <laughs> I cool. think my favorite is uh, when he grabs that bully from the streets and he, he's choking him and he's like i hope freddy krueger comes and chops off your head from your body and it rolls in the street and then it gets crushed by a car and blood splatters everywhere and everybody's looking i was like jesus christ it's so goddamn good i was like i almost feels like it was ad-libbed because it was just so natural and easy for him to do yeah. i don't know i feel like that was so ad-libbed but yeah, man, I, I thought it was great. I, I think that John Travolta, man, he deserves some kind of recognition for that role. Yeah. And uh, and again, yeah, yeah, there's there's problems with pacing and, and, and what they were trying to do. And it's kind of confusing as far as like the kind of movie they're trying to build. But in a way that kind of works, too, because yeah. it's like, are you trying to build a story about a guy that you feel bad for? Or are you trying to build a story about a guy that that that's that's an evil stalker that does what he does or you know or did you just happily land in the middle and it works yeah. i don't know yeah and you know what that, and that's what we do here guys i know that the world has ripped this movie a new one and that it's a joke of a movie to a lot of people but i got whether you watch it ironically or unironically i think it's an entertaining movie and when tavolta starts to go in his house he fucking brushes his teeth with his toothbrush <laughs> that's so oh nasty. god that was so He's gross like, He's like, I feel bad for him. He's like, he's like, all this money and no ice cream. <laughs> I, do, I, I, I think, I think my favorite part is when he walks out of the toilet and he was reading that fucking script. He's like, he shouldn't take this movie. It was a terrible movie. He shouldn't take it. He shouldn't take this movie. <laughs> Honestly, dude, that's that's all. Of, that's kind of all of us, though, right? Uh, but maybe that's what we got that nobody else got about the movie because I thought that's kind of like we're all moose in some small way, maybe on a minuscule scale, but like we're yeah. just little people who like don't know anything about Hollywood or movies or anything or how we're just fans. But you know, if we were, if we broke in uh, 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 Steven Seagal's house or Mel Gibson's house and like we found a script and we took a shit and read it, we, you know, you're uh, to it, you're like, I hope he doesn't do this. This is a bad movie for him. I don't like this at all. You know, uh, Holly Holly Rock. He says Stuckman ripped this movie uh, hard, or ripped this movie hey, hard. Most I, people do. Hey man, you know, it, you, look, uh, you know, opinions are opinions. Everybody has them. They're assholes. Like everybody has those too. Yeah. I, I just feel like um, I don't feel like this movie was bad at all. I just feel like it was misunderstood. I, I I think that people thought that John Travolta was really trying to 
I don't. I feel like they they thought that he was he was just uh, cashing in. Like he he wasn't really taking it seriously, and he was just I like, oh yeah, too seriously. Yeah, I, I, he's like, yeah, yeah. He, he this a another movie, another role. I can get some money on. But dude, it, it's a lot deeper than that because I think that John Travolta. I don't know. If he had some run-ins with some um, weird stalkery fans or something. I, I I mean, it felt very personal to him because I feel like the character of Moose. I feel like he really embodied that character, like to a. A degree that he was like, I've had run-ins like with these motherfuckers before. I, I know exactly how they act and what they do. Yeah, I don't know. I I, I liked it, man. I and I get it. Like I get it. I, and a lot of a lot of talk in the chat about you know I guess Dead Meat destroyed it. Christopher Stuckman destroyed it. Uh, someone said Drum Drums hated it. Uh, I know a lot of people didn't like it. I thought it was a fun movie. I thought John Travolta had a great performance, and I liked seeing Devin Sawa in that role. I thought he was, was good amazing. in it. So it's a seven point five for me. Yeah, dude, I'm I'm, I'm at a seven five to an eight. Honestly, I'm at a seven five to an eight because I mean, honestly, I'll watch it again. Yeah, I liked it that much. Like, you know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of a blend of 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 uh, a grown up Napoleon Dynamite with Nightcrawler. Like, just that weird vibe kind of that. situation that's going on, and that John Travolta has to. Uh, I don't know. He's adapting to what is becoming his reality, and then. It's like when you get stuck in a moment and then you're like, I have to go all the way down the fucking rabbit hole now. Yeah. And that's what that's pretty much what happened. But he's a good guy. He's a good guy, but he gets stuck. And I even like the narration. I even like the chick, Leah, that's his friend and yeah. talking about I never would have done this if I had known what, we, what I love it all, man. And the yeah. ending is fucking crazy. The ending is insane because yeah. that and, shit's like the mod squad shit. I'm like, holy fuck. And, and you know what? Say what you want to about the movie. Say what you want to about Travolta's performance, even though I thought I thought it was kind of like uh, when Dennis Quaid did uh, that stalker movie. Can't remember the name of it. Came out last year. His performance was dead serious. Like he went all the way for it, and the movie was just mediocre. And everybody made yeah. fun of the movie or whatever. Uh, but uh, uh, Quaid was great, and I thought that was the same thing with uh, with uh, Travolta here. But I got to give credit to Sawa, man. When he's tied up to that bed, and he's like, "Oh shit! Oh shit! Oh shit!" and he's freaking out. It's crazy. Yeah. And he's trying to talk him down, but he knows he's crazy. That was to me a very, very realistic portrayal of what a normal person would do if they found themselves tied up by by a yeah. stalker. And and I thought I thought all those scenes were pretty legit. I thought they were pretty good. Well, like even uh, well, like especially the realism part that comes in when uh, Devin Sawa. Well, I don't want to tell you everything, but um, toward the end, you know, with what he does, what Devin Sawa does toward his attacker, like I I, I think. And then, you know, the fact that he just sits there and, and he's he's having this moment, I feel like it was a real it was like a human kind of response. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't like an easy kind of ending like a panic room or some shit like that. Like it was like, you know, if you had just done that and, the, and the, you know, and someone's crying and they're 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 wailing. You're a human being. I mean, you're an actor, yeah. too, but you're a human being. And, and also like, you got to look you got you put yourself in his shoes. You're like, do I kill this guy or or like. You know, obviously he's not right, but at the same time, if I don't kill him, does he come back? Does he kill yeah. my son? Does he do whatever? So you can tell he wanted to kill him, but he didn't know what to do because he's not really a killer. I thought it was I, a lot deeper than people give a fucking. Well, it. no, I, I think I think it was meant to be, and I I think that I, I think that Devin Sawa, um, I think he'd be, I, I think he was a lot like his response to what was going on and everything that happened was a lot more human than a lot of other movies would have portrayed it or another yeah. director might have portrayed it because they might have done like you know oh we'll call the fbi or the or the police will show up and we'll do this basic generic bullshit that yeah. we see every time and 
they didn't want to do that. They wanted to do something weird. And and, and I, I feel like, God damn, man, I, I really feel like John Travolta deserves at least a, a, a wink and a nod and a, and a fucking gold award or a silver award or something. Yeah. You know, I still, I, I'm, 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 I'm so glad you're with me on this. I'm so glad you're with it because I think you and I are two of the only people in the world. But uh, if you guys want to check it out, it's on Amazon Prime. If you have Prime, it's on Prime. So check out the fanatic. I actually recommend it. It's, 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 a, it's, a, it's a, yeah, you got to watch it. Strange, I, strange yeah. movie, man. But um, all right, guys, last little bit of thing we got to do here, and we'll try to do it quick so that you guys get to bed for the night. Um, uh, do a little quick unboxing. Bernie Gumbanos is weird. That's weird. Oh, weird. by the way. Uh, the chat was talking earlier. You know they had he, uh, Fred Durst had Bill Paxton in mind for the role of Sawa at first. Was it Sawa or Travolta? Either way, that'd been pretty cool. I, I saw Bill Paxton. Bill Paxton actually would have worked really well in that role, but I'm glad they went with Devin Sawa. Yeah, yeah. Either way, it's a, Paxton would have been great. I think I, I think Devin Sawa rocked it so well. It, it, like I could see Bill Paxton doing it, but Devin Sawa, I wouldn't take that performance away from him. Again, another underrated Devin Sawa performance. Totally agree with you, man. All right, you got a box. You got a box, boy. Mm-hmm. What's in the box? Uh, yeah, let me get it. <laughs> my uh, my co-pilot fell asleep. <laughs> Our shit's so boring. <laughs> hey, good night, everybody. That's going to sleep. Our viewers are dropping like flies. No, I'm kidding. You guys have a good night. I know it's Monday night. You know it's getting late. We got another one coming up Wednesday. We'll do a quick uh, couple boxes real quick, and then we'll wrap this bitch up. Okay. Um, making sure we're still on. Okay, this is coming from Emma Paddington. Paddington. She must be from the Irish. Irish. Irish lands. I said Irish. <laughs> Fuck! It's strong. <laughs> Made with adamantium. I just can't do it. I don't have the power. Okay, so we have a we have a letter. Uh, let, let's see. To Mike and Jay. Ah. Oh. It's very short. So I'll just cut to the chase. You're fired. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, uh, quit. Okay nope. to... You walked in here. You're fired. Okay to read on camera. Thank you so much. By the way, if you guys want to send us a letter, make sure that you do specify that you want us to read it on camera or that we can because we don't know. Uh, she says, hi, Mike and Jay. How are you guys doing? We're doing fine. We're doing great. Lovely. Uh, my name is Emma. I have recently found out about your channel. You guys always put a smile on my face, so I decided to give you some of my old horror stuff. I don't want it if it's not new. I'm kidding. Uh, I know it's not much, but I hope you guys appreciate it. Thank you so much for making me laugh and smile during these difficult times. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Um, again, you don't have to send us anything. Just this letter is 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 proof enough that we love this. That's all we want. Um, I consider you guys as my friends. Keep up the funny videos as I am always excited to watch your new stuff. Hope you like the gifts and the Australian chocolates from Emma. I like chocolate. But, I like it. So we've got some uh, Australian chocolates here. I won't, I'm not going to try them. Uh, I'll wait for Mike. Uh, we've got some uh, crunch. Crunchy. 
كرانشي كرانشي That shit looks good though. Save yeah, that. Bring does. it to my house next time I see you. We'll break it in half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll feed it to Bro, you. That looks like uh, something that Christopher Walken came up with. He's like, <laughs> I, I, I want a crunchy. <laughs> uh, we also have a uh, cherry ripe. And no, we're not talking about virgins. Mm. Talk about the candy. <laughs> we're talking about. <laughs> Ew. Oh, no. We're talking about the candy. Cherry ripe. Um. Yeah. It's like a. It's like an Australian Twizzler, right? I don't know. I see it. You got it. Yeah. You nailed okay. it. Okay. Uh, okay. So we've uh, got some wrapped up presents here. It's leaking. <laughs> you put something alive in here. Leaking gaseous. Leaking gaseous. No, I'm kidding. Oh shit. Okay. Uh, oh, demand wow. hammer. I love the little su- the usual su- the little suspects. The usual suspects. That was a good one. Didn't make the list. <laughs> movie. Wow, dude. It's a bobblehead. It goes like, oh, it's nightmare. I've never seen this one. Look. Oh, that's cool, man. Oh, yeah. hey, shake look, him. It's, shake him. It's it's Mike when he got his tattoo. Oh. <laughs> it really was. That shit fuck her. Oh, no, no. Uh, he's like, oh. oh. <laughs> Watch. Is it done? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool. Uh, and then the other one, I'm assuming it's going to be the same thing. It's going to be another. Uh, that's awesome, man. I've never seen those before. Uh, a bobblehead. Let's see what this. By the way, the wrapping paper is beautiful. And wouldn't you know it, it's Jason Voorhees. Is it another bobble, 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 bobble? <laughs> <laughs> that's cool as fuck, dude. Yeah, talk burped. Put them right next to each other on your desk. Be like, oh, nah, nah, nah. Hey, he's like, did you bring your homework in today? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Do you like that? No. It's like, hey, Jason, you're you're the worst killer of all of them. He'd be like, mm. ooh, you're so strong. <laughs> Okay, well, that was all that box. Okay, well, I, you know what? We can wrap. We can save uh, some more of the unboxing stuff for next time because the only box I have is a big one. So we'll we'll, we'll, we'll cut a little bit more time into the next stream for the big box because oh show, oh show, getting late into the evenings. But that was fun. Thank you so much for that. We really appreciate it. You guys are cool as fuck. For hey, Emma's in here, by the way. Thank you, so- Emma. Yeah, we loved it. Yeah, she's in here. We loved it. Hey, that's fucking dope. I'm so glad that you're that's in here. All, yeah, we barely get to thank you guys in person when this happens. That, the, like, that shit's amazing. Thank you. When Jay and I get together again, we'll put them in the background and we'll make them kiss. And we'll eat your chocolates. That sounded weird. We'll eat your candy. Nope, that like, sounded it, weirder. Fred would be like, and then just went, <laughs> hot topics. <laughs> thank you so much, Emma. We really appreciate that. That's dope as shit. Um, guys, that's that's the show for this Monday Eve. I know uh, people are leaving. Everybody's getting tired, sleepy. It's Monday. Got to yeah, work yeah, tomorrow. Yeah. I get it. I totally get it. Um, this was fun, though. Really had a good time. And if you're just popping in and you missed the first half of the stream, the remake. The remake. The fucking remake. Is, isn't Hollywood out of ideas? Uh, the reboot. The replay will be up. Um, that was really fun. I had a great time. And we'll awesome. be back Wednesday. That's what we're going to do for a little while, guys, while COVID yeah, yeah. still got control of our, our nutsacks. We're going to do uh, Monday night, 8 o'clock, Wednesday night, 8 o'clock, Friday night, 9 o'clock, uh, live streams. 
Um, and uh, this was fun. We'll be able to do this three times a week and uh, have some sexual good times with each other in the night. Yeah, and if you're late next time, I mean, be on time. How about yeah. that? Yeah. Be on fucking Make time. Fucking show up on time. Jesus and Christ! Fucking f- fill in your responsibilities. Ah, <laughs> uh, duh. All right, listen to your father. Fuck. I love you. I love you guys. We love you. Love Don't you. leave us. Always have. I had to beat them to death with their own shoes. See you Wednesday, King Kennedy. Right. We'll see you there. Love you guys. Thank you, Emma. Thank you all you guys for hanging out. We'll see you all Wednesday night. Bye. Well. Bye. I had a sister named Judith. She had sex with this kid. It all ended awkwardly quick. You know, I stabbed her in the tits. I know it probably wasn't cool of me, but I just went crazy. You see, my middle name is Audrey. Michael Audrey Myers. Step one, choke you in the car. Step two, pin bob to the door. Step three, dress up like a ghost. Step four, strangle Linda with the phone. Got me shot six times. Step seven. Now who's the bad guy? Step